Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Sense Spence Radio, explaining very, very boring details of our life in great detail, just for you. Today's episode has been brought to you by a whole heap of people, uh, including Adam Bunton, James C. Rainey, Michael, Native Runner, Oliver Cox, Rob Townsend, Aaron Machin, Aaron Machin, Aaron My, okay, sure, Aaron Machin, sorry, Daniel Bird, that guy's got a good last name, Kieran Watson, Sarah Booley, James Horton, Zoe Steele, Ezekiel Tidmore, that's so cool, and Zachary Steinbacher. What a fine bunch of young heroes. I hope you all receive a delicious Christmas ham in the mail from your secret Santa. Now, enjoy the show. One more thing before we start. In celebration of The Force Awakens, we're having a Star Wars week on Plumbing the Death Star. Today, Steel Saunders, host of the amazing Steel Wars and I Love Green Guide Letters podcasts, fills in for Dusha, who's still coming down from a certain music festival to be of any use to anyone. But don't worry, he'll be back for the rest of the episodes, including the one we're going to record directly after we all see episode 7 together. We'll have an audio recording of us verbalising our instant reactions to what we're hoping is the best Star Wars film that's been released since 1980, and hopefully not just another Phantom Menace. So, here's an almost three hour chat that we had with Steel Saunders about what we're hoping to see in the upcoming Star Wars sequel. Enjoy! Welcome to this week's episode of Plumbing the Death Star, where we ask the important questions like, what do you think's going to happen in the new Star Wars film? You're not going to say the title? Nah, everyone knows Everybody what it knows. is. Everybody knows. It just felt it's weird like... that you said it. was like you were trying to hide it. Like, <laughs> like the it's new the, Star Wars the film. Force Ge- on... Guess which one? <laughs> the Boba Fett one. That's yep, what we're talking about. See, now about. I want to say it. Yeah? It's the Force away. No, I'm <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> Fuck you. We're not going to say it in the episode. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm sure everybody's speculating. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute yeah, yeah, silence. Well, I don't know. What do you reckon, Steel? Welcome to the show. Oh, that's my introduction. Yeah. Awesome. Oh. Thank you. I was holding you out. Go. I wasn't sure of the protocol. No, just jump on in. Just jump on in. Yell over us. Yeah. I I, I love that. Um. Yeah, I think that's what people were speculating about. Yeah, I think they may have. Um. Potentially. Just I, potentially. I think a fair chunk of the internet's been dedicated to uh, that very topic. Mm. 
Now, you guys, I'm going to have to put out a, uh, a proviso. Okay. And I will not spill any beans. All right. But I have seen nine or eight minutes of the film officially sanctioned by Disney at IMAX in Sydney. I had to sign a few bits of paper and then afterwards Harrison Ford came out and made us promise not to tell anyone. (laughs) So not only do you have like legally, it's like if I say anything, I'm disappointing. I like to think Harrison Mm. Ford, like that wasn't an official thing. He's like, I will come to every single screening (laughs) and I will come out and I will make goddamn sure. (laughs) Get out of my cinema. (laughs) So was it like the first nine minutes or was it like nine minutes? Just like a random random nine minute chunk. I will say it would have to be in the first, 25 minutes. Okay. All right. And I can tell you guys, it's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Get the fuck out. Like, it's... Nine or eight minutes. I couldn't tell. It honestly felt like about three minutes. Oh, wow. But they assure me it was nine or eight or something. And I... Cried twice, <laughs> <laughs> laughed about 12 times and mm. gasped about 20 times and just cheer. Like it's like we're in for such a treat Wednesday night or, or Thursday morning. Just this like, I, like while I was watching it, I was so excited, but I was just like, can't wait to be with eight eight hundred, you know, yeah, crew yeah. Hear the to whole be crowd go just go mental nuts. because I was with a crowd. It wasn't a full cinema, mm. yeah, which I'm sure is heartbreaking to any Star Wars fan <laughs> in Sydney. It's like I was there, <laughs> I had lunch off, <laughs> and there was a lot of um, there was a lot of Star Wars fans, but there was a lot of other people, you know, like. Like just, I guess journalists and staff and okay, and yeah. Disney like Disney store employees, <laughs> um, the, the the frozen corpse of Walt. He wasn't that into Wheel, it. Just wheeled him in there. Yeah, <laughs> he was just gagging for him to get back to Hoth. There's a, there's a landscape he can appreciate. But it was um, it was stunning. It was like, have you ever had like a, a vivid dream about Star like, Wars? Yeah, yeah, about like seeing a film or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you yeah. And, and it was like. That and I was like, I'm dreaming, oh, I'm nailing damn. this dream, you guys. Nice. And um, it was funny in a way, like in proper Star Wars funniness, where you're not telling a joke, it's how you react yeah, to yeah. something. And yeah, it was sh- like exciting and and shocking, and it was it was just it is an adventure. It's what Star Wars is all about. Because like. I have fears going into this film because, I mean, we've been burnt before with the yeah. prequels. I think I was watching something on YouTube. Someone was, linked, was like, hey, look at all these like people commenting before and after they see The Phantom Menace and there's people being like... It's amazing, it's amazing how excited... I mean, like, of course they were excited <clears throat> for The Phantom Menace, but like... Like afterwards? Holy shit, that punch shoot- in the balls <laughs> that that must have been. No, but the, all these people were excited for it. No, they, I know, but then you go see like- it and you come out and you're like, George Lucas might as well have just come and punched <laughs> me in the mouth. But what? how old were you when Phantom Menace came out? Oh, I don't remember seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember much about it you at all. You would have been in primary. Oh, would have been young. Well, I remember loving Jar Jar Binks as a child. Holy shit, did I love Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I would have been like seven. Like that, he was designed for me. Yeah. Is that I was like, you... he stood in poo. 
Yes! <laughs> Is that why you grew that big beard to hide your identity? Exactly, so nobody would ever find me. He's in, <laughs> be like, that's the one kid. That he's was that he's one in kid. nerd protection one right that's now. That's the one kid who loved Jar Jar. Yeah, he's like, there's this trailer, and they've got this clip, and I think Shaquille O'Neal is in it at the end, being like, <laughs> I love that movie. That movie was the greatest. And yeah. It's like blank expression. It's beautiful. I've seen that, and it's like, <clears throat> um, it's a great story or something. I think yeah. it's on... Hello Greedo, he posts it. He's a great YouTube dude. He's really cool. <laughs> and so dude. I have that concern going in of like, what if this is like disappointing? That's, I mean, my expectations, I've sort of tried not to get too hyped up for this because I, I just don't want those expectations just shattered. But the problem like might be is like, what if this is just a film? What if this is just an okay That's kind of oh, what I'm like. That's the Meso catchphrase. Yeah. He's trademarked that. You're going to jail. Oh, I am. <laughs> Tony Stark beard wearing motherfucker's going to smack me. Well, just back to the Phantom Menace. <laughs> I, my, because I've, you know, I've been thinking about it a lot lately. And we had on, on Steel Wars, we had Warwick Holt on who made the Fandom Menace documentary, oh, yeah, 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 which yeah. followed, you know, some, you know, prominent Melbourne fans to their, their journey to the Force, not Force Awakens, journey to the Phantom <laughs> Menace. Wow. And their reactions afterwards and it led to a, a, a great friend of mine and you know probably like you know in the the 90s mm. what you'd maybe classify as australia's biggest star wars fan this guy shane morrissey that founded the star oh, yeah. walking fan club awesome dude and you know he just had an unbridled passion for star wars and the phantom menace ended up like led him to sell his entire collection and just move away. Oh, man. (laughs) Wow. And I'm talking pieces of the Death Star like level collection. Just that to be just like, I'm done with this. amazing. Yeah, but he's sort of, he's he's back and he's he's more amped than ever. (laughs) And... um, Hope he's not going to have to sell it again. That would suck. You burnt me again. <laughs> Fire up the old eBay account. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. But I, my memory, um, so I had him on to sort of as a cautionary tale, mm. yeah, as yeah. if to say what we can do, because he's not really a fan. And he was saying he does have a bit of a sly grin, just going, they're, they're falling for it all again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Which, yeah. from an outsider, it's the exact same thing. Because that's, that's the fear. I mean, because I've tried to stay away from too many spoilers. Like I've been trying. I to, haven't. To <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Like I think I've been. I watched the trailer and I've watched the the um uh, you know the tease and that kind of stuff. And kudos to what they're doing because they're not really giving much of the story away in the trailers. And I, I love that they're doing this now. I hope they haven't. Can given we? Away can we talk stories. about the way like so many of our spoilers come out today from Lego? Do you ever see this? It's like, oh, this Lego set shows the villain of the film, even though the trailers haven't yet. Yeah, I think in um, was it? It's happened Guardians with, it of happened with Guardians of the Galaxy. It happened with uh, Avengers two. It's happened with uh, <laughs> fucking <laughs> the, um, like the the Batman vs Superman. It's happened with. There was a Lego figurine set that came out with uh, Lex Luthor and the whole fucking Lex Luthor armor. So oh, really? Like, he's gonna be. There's like some. Oh, you've mis- just spoiled it for me now. Well, sorry, everyone who was fucking excited for Lego Batman. fucking monthly like yeah. you do. I can now imagine Lex Luthor in a suit. I've got no idea what it looks like. <laughs> Little yellow head. Yeah. <laughs> but so, how funny is it that there's like a miscommunication between 
like the film company mm. and but like all film companies and Lego. <laughs> it's like Lego just brings it out and everyone's so like, no, they fucking did it again. James Gunn, when with yeah. the baby Groot, he made sure that there was no toys of like the the pop final yeah. uh, baby Groot before the film came out. And so everyone was like, I want a baby Groot. He's like, it's coming, but not now because we didn't want it spoiled. Because yeah, yeah, I really respect. <clears throat> That like from you know JJ Abrams and he was saying that he was really worried about in an interview I listened to the other day that he he sort of projected that he'd have to have arguments about this all the time mm. and he was saying that you know Disney were really you know on the team to mm. keep all that stuff and I've got you know to be someone that's so immersed in in Star Wars and, and Star Wars culture and. I've got no idea what happens at the end or... Yeah. Like, it's... That's really good. It, it's, but but it, what do we think? <laughs> the topic of the episode. <laughs> what do we think is going to happen in the end? There's okay, going to be some dark side, light side flipping. All right, all right. That's okay. happening. You can't stop that happening. <laughs> what about... Um, I reckon a good place to start is everyone's surnames. Okay. Oh. Right. So we've got three characters. You've got Kylo Ren, yeah. and we don't know if Kylo's his first name or not. But we know Ren's not his surname. It's, so a, it's like a hyphen. It's a. It's a. Or is de- he a Kylo? <laughs> like Grand Moff? <laughs> no, Ren's his designation. Oh, okay. Because he, he's a Knight of Ren. Oh, what? You okay. don't know about the Knights of Ren? No. And you're reading spoilers? I'm skimming spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing what's about. <laughs> The Gungans help our heroes. That's the spoilers you're onto at the moment. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> You're so good. <laughs> um, so the Knights of Ren. What, what, what are these? What's good about what's them? What's these Knights of Ren? Well... Th- how do you guys not? How do you? You said spoil. I was worried about you telling me things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not filtering anything out because I think of the three of us, I care significantly <laughs> the least about Star Wars. That is true. Like I would not consider my I wouldn't consider myself not a fan, but like like you know, I'll see it and I'll be like good and that'll just be the end of that probably for me. Mm-hmm. So if a spoiler happens to me, I'm not like ah, I'm just like okay, hey, how you doing? <laughs> um, I've not come across the Knights of Run. Okay, the Knights of Ren are sort of I, I'm not sure what they are exactly, but I believe they're Kind of like it, like force users. Good. Okay. That, or they may not be force users, but they, I'm pretty sure they love Darth Vader. Okay. Good. And they, like, I, I guess maybe kind of like a, um, you know, a group of, you know, racists or something that, like, really, like, that, you know, now look back to Hitler and go, so that like guy, that guy, I was about to say, so is the Knights of Ren the neo Nazis of Star Wars? Yeah, maybe. That's awesome. But I think they really like hail Darth Vader, and um, you know, obviously Kylo Ren's got a. Um, he's one of the galaxy's leading Star Wars collectors. That yes. he's, yeah, he's got. He's got a, he's got a mask. He's, he's got, got the whole thing. He's got yeah. He's got the Darth Vader so, helmet, and um, so yeah. So Kylo Ren, that's. It's it's like He's it's Kylo like of Run. yeah it's like Darth Vader yeah, and stuff. Okay, cool. So and I believe in one of the teasers or the trailers when there's Kylo and he's standing there with his sword ignited and it sort of lightnings and there's all people around him. Yeah, I, okay. it is it is presumed and and I'm at a my spoiler level is if 
the Disney company would like me to know this. I will go, thanks, Mickey. I will ingest that. But <laughs> anything past that, I'm not interested in at all. Mm. And yeah, so it is presumed that they are the Knights of Ren. Mm. Now, okay. I saw a fascinating poster that at I was in LA and they had this art show called Art Awakens. At an, if you're ever in LA and you listen to this podcast, you must... There's two galleries on Melrose called Gallery 1988. They've got they've got two galleries, but it's one place, and they yeah, cool. it's just all pop culture art. Hmm. So I've had I've been there for like a Seinfeld, um, you know, art show, yeah, Back yeah. to the Future one, and they had this amazing with um, they've done like Lost and Breaking Bad and stuff, and they've oh, got okay. a really good relationship with Bad Robot. So they did oh, this cool. Art Awakens show, which for the opening. Like JJ and um, uh, Lawrence Kasdan, you know, they all went and mm, stuff. Mm. So it was a lot of pr- prominent artists. Um, Mike, is it Mike Shinoda, Shinoda of Lincoln Park? Mm. <laughs> he painted up a full no size. Idea. He painted a full right. size stormtrooper outfit. That was his art piece. But there was all this amazing art. But there was this really cool painting that someone had done of the Knights of Ren, and I have no idea if it's got anything to do with the film at all. Um, or he just went, this is my yeah, concept, what it was be. But it's Kylo Ren and other Knights of Ren and they're standing around this like 20-foot statue of Darth Vader in this temple and it was oh, just cool. what, it was just a yeah. fascinating image Just that was just like, mm. you know, something that just sets your mind Yeah, yeah. So you sort racing. of get this idea from all the trailers that the events of the original trilogy have become like this idea of myth and this idea of like... Yeah, you know what I mean. You like, get this yeah. idea that like the people are like, "Did it happen?" I am unsure. Because it's always when looking at the Star Wars universe, it's like just how much does like the general, like the, the like just the average person know about the events of what's happening? Well, I find that fascinating. The the real world. Mm like knowledge of what's going on and you know in return of the jedi we found out so much about the family tree and yeah, this yeah, that and the yeah. other but you know if you like ultimate warrior press the leader of the galaxy down a chamber like but do you know what i mean like mm, if yeah, an yeah. emperor falls down a shaft <laughs> yeah. and there's no one there to see it exactly like, is know, it really seen you know like uh, aunt bruce like neighbors down in the little hole like yeah, are they yeah. aware of what's going on yeah exactly are they just like they're like most intense thing <laughs> that happened to them within living memory was when they people came by and burnt those guys yeah, <laughs> those neighbors there's, there's about. That, remember that luke skywalker kid yeah, he went he missing. just disappeared to that guy <laughs> But yeah, I think it's definitely a, um, I guess maybe like, I kind of think Luke Skywalker's like Jesus. Yeah, I think that's fair. In in the Star Wars galaxy. And maybe because it is, you know, 30 years has passed, but it's 30 years in a giant galaxy. Exactly. So sort of if you, I I reckon the 2000 years, Mm -hmm. like if you did a sum, if you then times it (laughs) by the space. the space of space. Yeah, then that would (laughs) work out. It's like, yeah. Yeah, roughly the same. I think that's very fair. Because I was wondering, like for the average citizen, if they did, because they wouldn't know much was happening. But if they found out, it's like, hang on. So that guy who, who who saved us, this Luke character, he was the son yeah, I know. Vader? Yeah. What a like, twist. That would be a scandal. Like, like, like that wouldn't that would be, be like an the... amazing yay. That'd be like, no, this is a cover-up. There's a scandal going <laughs> yeah. on here. What's this? I wouldn't trust Luke, really. Yeah. I'd be like, <clears throat> that Darth Vader character was building a Death Star. Mm-hmm. His son, they say he came along and stopped it, but I why do I gotta I trust this guy? Yeah, well, that's the I thing of like... The tree. Exactly. You know, Luke Skywalker's not in the film. The is judgy. You know, he's not... 
he's not hanging with everyone. Yeah, he's not about. And is it because he like he's just like I can't be seen anymore mm, yeah. because I am like like how the like the mainstream media, yeah. you know, you're Andy Bolts <clears throat> yeah, of exactly. the Star Wars galaxy. What would they be saying, you know, oh, about the son of Darth Vader? Shit, for yeah, sure. Exactly. And, um, you know, almost like in, say, like the X-Men or something like that where people are like scared of the mutant powers and stuff. Yeah. And the fact that when in Revenge of the Sith... The emperor got out that the you know the Jedi's mm. lost their shit. Yeah. So that's been the the story told over the last thirty years, mm. and then like John you know I and mean? so it's it's not <laughs> yeah. like you crack open a lightsaber and everyone's like asking for an autograph. No, no, well, no. Yeah, like you crack open a lightsaber, like don't cut don't my head cut off because yeah, you got to. I'd be scared of Jedi's. What what the sort of narrative that the emperor was spinning for quite some time? And mm. it started off with like, look at my you know look what the Jedi's did to my face, and they're just like off the fucking chain. So yeah. we need, they need to be put down. Everyone's like, yes, they do. Good. So then when you have like another another Jedi come up and kill the Emperor and and that, because I always wondered like what was the Emperor, the Empire and the Emperor doing that was so bad to the general public before Alderaan? Like, yes, they blew up Alderaan. I get that. But even before then, like what were they really doing that was that evil? Well, to if you... Watch Star Wars Rebels. I haven't seen the second season, but I think I want to catch up before The Force Awakens comes out. Good luck with that because it's in four days. I can do this. You've got to... I reckon I got got this. I don't think it, like... (coughs) You know, it bears no Mm. impact on The Force Awakens. I I think where you want to catch up is before next December when it's Rogue One because oh, yeah. whether or not they're going to tie in at all. But it's the same timeline, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like there is a theory that um, Rebels, which is set maybe five years before Star Wars, and then Rogue One, which is set like mm. just before, just before yeah. it's, the, it's how they got the plans for the Death yeah. Star. And, um, and if you say it's boffins, boffins, you're not the Star Wars nerd you think you are, buddy, because you are in the wrong movie. Different Death Star. <laughs> but, um, yeah, in Star Wars Rebels, they, they're exploiting... Like, they, they need resources mm. to build their Death Stars and their Star Destroyers. Yeah. And they're not... Like, they'll just get it however... Like, they'll just yeah, okay. reclaim... So, like, they're just mining... They'll just, like, exploit stuff. planets and spit okay. them out okay. and that sort of stuff. Well, that's pretty bad. Okay, that's pretty bad. Yeah, right. Fair but enough. do I, again, coming back to this idea of being like your average Joe Q Spacely, <laughs> do I know like that, that this is happening? Like, am I reading in the news like another planet eaten by the Empire turned into... No, nah, because they control the Empire. Yeah, they so can, they can they control the... Um, it's like Korea. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, they, exactly. um, yeah. Another planet gloriously... <laughs> yeah. Mine another planet empire. evil aliens yeah. destroyed. You're like, yeah. <laughs> Shit, yes. Another planet <laughs> honoured to help yeah. us on our quest. <laughs> and like, to build a Death Star. Why build a Death Star? For our glory, I guess that makes sense. And that's sense. just like... A th- like so, so on Earth, mm. there are terrible things happening all over the planet. Mm. But as like in your day-to-day life, you're not thinking about them and that you might not even know about them. If you like extrapolate that to space, oh, yeah. if a whole planet gets destroyed and I'm living in the hole that yeah. is next to Uncle whatever and Aunt Baru, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just know about my whole business. <laughs> That's true. I'm like, is the moisture crop good? Good. <laughs> Have we got blue milk yet? Great. But, Sweet. But then that morning when you go over to remind <gasps> Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru yeah. how you don't care <laughs> and you see their charred skeletons, you're like... Ooh. <laughs> it's like that's a daily routine, like over there. Yo, Owen, 
Don't care. Don't give a shit, yeah. Owen. Your son wants to leave. He's a bad moisture farmer. You bought him a space car too young. That was a very noisy neighborhood they lived in. Everyone was yelling at each Like, even in the movie, everyone's yelling at each other. I don't want him to get out. Fair enough, Fluke. That makes uh, sense. It's a desert planet, really. There's not much to do. Uh, you always kind of imagine... Because you know he had, like, that... Fancy space car. Yeah. You always kind of imagine him playing like, um, uh, what do you call it? Like mailbox baseball. <laughs> like just, <laughs> just like right along slamming the baseballs of the little hole houses. Going down over the salt like, flats. Like because he had nothing to do. Yeah. Like Luke's, he's got to entertain himself somehow. <laughs> I agree. Have you seen the deleted scenes where they go hang out like at Arnold's? Oh no, that sounds awesome. <laughs> It's like it does not paint. Like if you thought Luke was whiny, yeah. If you see him in this other scene, like even amongst his friends, he's a real dickhead. <laughs> like, so oh rude. my god, Luke, shut the fuck up and just Fucking drink. Luke. Like, and there's this, there's, there's this chick, Cammy, and Fixer. Fixer goes out with Cammy, and he's a bit of a player. And sh- and Luke's there, and like Fixer just wants him to fuck off so he can finger <laughs> Cammy again. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so Luke is just cock blocking without yeah. even knowing it. Oh, that's the best kind of friend. Oh, Luke. He's like, Luke, don't you think you should go home? No, I'm pretty cool here. I'm enjoying it. It's great, Luke. Let's go to the drive-in. But it's funny, like, you know, like, we're talking about, like, Luke kills Vader. And, like, if you, if you read about that in the mm. paper, that would be, like, in, like, a war-torn country... Where like we some people he, of that killed the people in charge there, and you just be like, okay, like he doesn't kill Vader, by the way. Oh, that's true. That's that's my bad. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like that whole conflict is so kind of well, like inconsequential. Explaining that, that that would be misinter. I think that would be yeah. people being like, no, Luke killed Vader mm. because it would be like, no, 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 Luke just did it, and then Vader picked up the yeah, Emperor, like- and then the. They'd be like, so Luke killed Vader? Fine, sure. <laughs> but it's like, for the rest of the galaxy, it's like three dudes went into a room. Yeah. And there was just a bunch of noises. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then just one dude dragged out another dude and it's just like... Mm-hmm. I, don't, I have no idea what the fuck happened in there. Whatever it was, it was emperor. intense. Yeah. So, um, so getting back to the names... <laughs> Yes, oh yeah. Kylo, Kylo Ren. <laughs> Fuck, we got off topic. <laughs> All right. So Kylo Ren. All right, so Kylo Ren. Yeah. So you reckon it's going to be very, like, almost interconnected with, like, you know, this is the son of this person, this is the daughter of this person. You reckon it's going to do that? No, I think they didn't give out the three <laughs> names mm. because that adds more confusion. Like, if you don't say one person's surname, you're like, they're someone. Yeah. But when you don't put the surnames of three, Mm. you're like, well, one of them's someone, but but you don't know which one, or maybe two of them are. So that's like quite quite brilliant. Mm. Um, So you've got Kylo Ren, you've got Ray, who's the, um, you know, kind of like the Luke Skywalker esque character that's that's stuck on uh, Jakku. Apparently, yeah, not Tatooine. Definitely not Tatooine. Everyone, <laughs> chill the fuck out. And she has said in one of the teasers that her family left her. She's waiting for her family to come back, okay. and so she's been there since five by herself. Maybe they're not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, this point look, think of alternatives. Ooh. They've gone. They've gone to the store to get some milk and cigarettes. That is one hard to find pack of ciggies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like yeah. Dad said he wanted to get a pack of menthol twenty sevens, and 
Where has he gone? Who knows? <laughs> He's got OCD. It has to be 27. <laughs> He'll be back. He'll Ends be back. Ends of the earth. <laughs> get those cigarettes. Um, and then there's Finn, mm. um, John Boyega, who's the, the stormtrooper, um, who it, it appears like he, he sort of realises the error of his ways yeah. and joins the good side. So it's a matter of those who what are their surnames are they like mm. do they have any interaction with each with, other yeah, with but the, then the other brilliant thing is like well if they are related to some, like the, i love all the different um variables so you've mm. got three that you don't know mm. and then are they related to like leia and han yeah are yeah. they related to luke are they related to you know is there somewhere uh, a, a a Ben Kenobi grandchild in play? Are they so are they even all think of that. the children of Lando Calrissian? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he does so, get around. So that's that's a funny comment, but I, I, I do I can't stand and I find it like you know when someone's like racist yeah. but they're not malicious in yeah, their yeah. racism. And I, I find it like it, it's not positive. That because you see a mm. black person, a black person in you're like Star Lando Wars, you're must like, be the dad. Well, that has to be Lando Calrissian or the grandchild of Mace Windu. You're like there are two <laughs> black lineages in the entirety of Star Wars. No, and it is. I exactly. Like, Luke might have got jungle fever. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, on Endor, exactly. you know, Lando got a bit of Ewok fever. See? That was some pretty gross. sensual clapping at the That's end of uh, Jedi. <laughs> Tell me you wouldn't, Jack. Look me in the fucking eyes. Tell me you wouldn't. <laughs> no, I'd, 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 I'd happily fucking Ewok. No, I'm, I'm just putting on a good show for the audience. <laughs> I'd, I'd lo- fuck whatever you threw at me. I'd, I'd, I'd love to part Princess Kinesis fur. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Little gross Royal dog <laughs> face. Royalty. I'm in. <laughs> um, so I, I would say there is, like, if it gets revealed, I, I always like to think about things that, like, if it got revealed, this of the groan yeah. in the cinema, like, mm. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like, oh my god, I, you, you'd Ooh. walk out going, it was pretty good when Anakin hated sand. Yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah. it was solid. It was, was amazing. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't have never have picked it. That that would be Oof. the uh, pickup line I'd use on Natalie Portman. Yes, yeah, yeah that's good. good. But um, I don't think um, <coughs> I don't think he's going to be related to anyone. Mm. What do you guys have any thoughts on that? I would say yeah, Finn. I think is just going to be, I, and I would prefer if he was just a dude of happenstance yeah. oh, yeah, who was same. like chucked in as a stormtrooper realizing we're doing some crazy that's shit. Such, oh a, God, such a more interesting force. story than it's like, oh, he's someone's kid, somebody's child. And you're like, okay, then you get like a whole and mess it, of trash in there. And I think we're like-minded in that in the prequels, too oh many family trees. Oh, who yeah. and so many unnecessary connections. It'd be like, you know, me suddenly going out in the world and not knowing much and then just suddenly becoming in my 30s a bank manager, meeting my dad and being like, you too! And I'm like, what? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Dumb. Very dumb. But Um, also, I I, I talked about this, I can't remember where. It was was on... uh, Actually, I have no idea what medium this was on, but it (laughs) is recorded and broadcasted somewhere. But... Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, building C three PO, is a Mad Magazine parody. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like do you know what I mean. Like in the late eighties, there was a um, Mad Magazine thing that sort of when Lucas said there was going to be nine wow. films, and it wasn't actually a parody, but oh, it is. I was say, That's no, but it's up there with like 
Like it was like stuff in in episode mm. seventeen. Lando marries che- Chewie's cousin in <laughs> All My Wookies. Like <laughs> it was shit like that. And and it it is so ludicrous that Darth Vader built C three PO that it fits in with the like <laughs> yeah, the Mad it magazine. Sounds like something somebody would have come up with. As yeah. So just oof. like his uh, mind wiped. Yeah, C three PO. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. All times. All times. Yeah. The, good. the yeah, just too much. That 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 was a. A massive error. Yeah. yeah. And someone needed to like... Yeah. Like, have you... Um, I don't know much about... Do you, like, watch Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2? Have you nah. seen those films? So oh, no. Like, the, 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 new, the new yeah. ones? Yeah. No, no, I have not seen so either I've of those. I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the second because it's just apparently trash and everyone tells me it's trash. But the biggest problem there is that everything is so interconnected to Peter, it just becomes ridiculous. Like, his whole... All his villains all come from Oscorp and everything is just it's about it's all just like like he had to be bitten by the spider because the spider was rigged to his DNA and so if it had bitten anyone else they wouldn't have become Spider-Man so it has to be and so I hate that sort of um, sort of it is based on the ultimate Spider-Man books by uh, uh, Brian Michael Bendis and Mm. they, they do do the whole interconnection thing and it does it well but in a film, it just makes the world seem you, so small. Because yeah. you've only got a limited amount of time to be like, everything's connected. Yeah, you know, you're, you're not watching like kind of an event. You're watching something that was like, I don't know. It's hard to explain why it's so unpleasant, but I, it's a very big universe. I would say the, 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 things, the, the things I like least about Star Wars, um, the humor in the prequels. <laughs> mm. Oh, of Pauling, <laughs> and you know I'm a you know a stand-up comedian, so it, it hurts even deeper. Fair enough. And the the interconnectivity, the over interconnectivity, mm. and then in like the the what's well, not called the expanded universe anymore, but in the canon, mm. they've like they wiped it, and then they've like I'm like I was like okay, I'm buying everything from now on. Yeah. Like I don't collect comics or anything, but I'm like, mm. I'm getting every Star Wars comic, I'm getting every book because yeah. it's I tried. What they said was <laughs> I'm wiping they're wiping it and it's they got this panel and I'm like, Well, oh, this is gonna be awesome. Mm. They're not gonna let any crap go through. Mm. Now there's this book called Aftermath, right? Yeah, yeah. Have you read it? I've started I think about three or four chapters in. I, I hear that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's I don't like it when they try to add more to a classic scene. You know, yeah, there's something happening yeah, just yeah. just out of camera, and when it's like a thing like they, there was books where it was like the Cantina, the tales of the Cantina, and they just told the stories of what all those people were doing, yeah. and they were of no real consequence. That's fine, you know, you know that's, that's fun. In aftermath, you follow the story of a bounty hunter mm-hmm. who, and I'm just going to brace myself mm-hmm. here because it is the most. In, I, I was just like, I was like, you wiped. Like, and this is my thing with Jurassic World as well. How he goes, like, he got, I'm not, we're not counting, you know, oh, two yeah, and yeah. three. Mm. Well, that to me says, well, because you think your film's pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's going to step to the plate and it's going to be like seamless and stuff. But there's this character, this bounty hunter, and they're lining up a shot of this um, Imperial from some like tower or something, and something gets in the way. And that reminds her. Of when she was on Endor mm. and she had a bounty on Princess Leia mm. and she was up a tree mm. and Leia had been wounded at the bunker and mm. she had a shot 
and an ATAT walked in front, and it was Chewbacca's ATST. ATST, I should say. I was on a plane, Wood. and it was just like, <clears throat> I just need to scream. Okay, I need to scream right now. You've wiped it for this. This is what. This is what you 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 all sat around your bloody sweet table mm-hmm. in San Francisco and just went well, like, great. This perfect. is going to tie together perfectly. Yeah. Okay. First of all, top secret mission. Top secret. How did how did a fucking bounty hunter know she <laughs> was the, going to Endor? Eat of the ground, mate. It's on Endor. This <laughs> happens that luck. Just, just pure luck. Clued in. And just happened to be up a tree <laughs> with a shot. Oh, just. So when, like, because, and, and they do this thing where they say it all counts now. It's all part of the canon. It all counts. Yeah. So when I watch Return of the Jedi, and in, in the tree. background, when that ATST, I can go, oh, there's that fucking bounty yeah, hunter, can I? Yep. There she is. Get fucked. Wow. <coughs> That's I, was, I, I, I was just like, reboot. Reboot. <laughs> it's a <Yeah>. time. <laughs> yeah, I love when they, like, because uh, I read a lot of comics, and I always love when they're. Every, every every what three months they're like we're starting again reboot 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 mm-hmm. because they do and then they like they get to another point where it's like we got ridiculous again I'm so sorry we reboot, fucked reboot. it up we <laughs> fucked it up reboot Try again. again reboot again it's like why do you do this why can't we just maybe tell what's well, the, the difference between you know when you're playing <clears throat> an arcade game mm. and things aren't going well mm. yes like you lose your your whatever yeah, yeah. and when you're playing a home entertainment system. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's so easy like on a, you know, whatever, an Xbox or whatever, just mm. to go, ah, oh, I'm just resetting it, going yeah, to the start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But when, my previous you know, load, back whatever. in the day when you're in the arcade mm. and you've dropped down some hard coin and you've lost your skateboard in Wonder Boy, yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. going to keep going. Exactly. Oh, yeah, because you're like, I don't want to start from the start. Yeah, so but that... he said arcade and I couldn't stop imagining like when you whack an alligator with a thing. Those were fun. <laughs> that was a great game. Anyway, sorry, go on. So, let's get back to that film. Yeah. Right. Um, Hang on, before so does we any... do, Yeah, okay. Because we were talking about C-3PO and, and, and Anakin before and you were like, we wiped C-3PO's <clears> mind. <throat> mm. But Vader remembers, yeah? Assumedly, yeah. So when Vader sees C-3PO and R2 in like the, the opening scene, he's like, hey, the fuck's my robot doing on this ship? No, well, he, he, doesn't see the, he doesn't see them. Yeah, and also oh, okay. he, he, he didn't have gold plates last time he saw Oh, yeah, right, and there are C-3PO. other droids that look similar. Yeah. Mm. That would have been a weird moment for him, though. He would have, he would have had to think but about that, the that, world. That is kind of like if you have like your favorite toy yeah. that's somehow also sentient yeah, and I it goes off and does adventures. You could have and you a dog. You've got a dog. Right. Okay, dog. And a dog no, disappears. You built the dog. Doesn't matter if I Whatever. built the dog. Okay, I bought you got the a dog. dog. You both go off and have wicked space adventures. Yeah, and then just magically appear on like was one point. Yeah, like, you think how big space is. Also, think how big that ship was. You built happened. a dog. You built a dog. Yep. You let the dog go. Ten years later, it comes back. To comes you, back, and like, you're like, why? <laughs> but not really. It just somehow you were in the sa- you were in the same supermarket, <laughs> but then you didn't cross paths. You were like, oh yeah, sense my dog in the aisle. Yeah. That's basically what happened. Got it. <laughs> wow. Speaking of fucking Vader. No but, but you're bringing up how you're saying about remembering Vader. Yeah. Vader remembers <laughs> that. That brings up another one of my traumatic things yeah. about this f- film series that has given me so much joy. <laughs> <laughs> that you're expecting Vader to remember C-3PO. Yeah. Obi-Wan doesn't remember R2-D2. <laughs> and you might say... It's just like a microwave. It's just a microwave. Well, have you ever saved fucking 
the leader of the universe with a microwave. <laughs> You'd remember the microwave! Exactly. It was a goddamn Panasonic. Exactly. And the thing is, Lucas knew he was going into that last film. Yeah. Obi-Wan name checks R2-D2 like five times in the film. <laughs> Lovingly name checks R2-D2. Yeah. It's so funny to imagine like yeah. older people. I don't the whole recall time. owning a droid. Just Alzheimer's. <laughs> How great is it to just imagine the whole time he's like trying to remember in the back of his head? He's like, "How the fuck do I know this droid?" <laughs> he's like, "He's like, no, it, I know it." R five D four gonk droid. Show me all the fucking droids I've known in my life. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we've known so many droids. Out he's like, "The fuck." Have perfect memory. But speaking of Vader, yeah, because I always loved that. Why did like Vader like you know you hide Luke Skywalker on Tatooine? Given the last time Skywalker, why was that? I love the idea that, oh, maybe Obi-Wan was smart and was setting a trap, and or maybe like, hey, Vader didn't want to go back to Tatooine because it was like where Traumatic trauma memory. happened. And I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. I can kind of make that headcanon. And then like I pick up episode like one or two of, uh, or issue one or two of the new Vader comic books. And it's like, nah, he goes and sees Jabba. I'm like, oh. oh so uh, he's, just, he's just there uh, at the same time, doesn't pick up on I'm like, oh, nah, nah, I can't. Luke Skywalker's smacking <laughs> mailboxes and somehow. <laughs> no, nah, well, actually. Uh, I stopped reading that one. <laughs> By then, Luke had gone. Oh, okay. Because he was he was on the trail of <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Mm. So it was after Star Wars. Mm. Oh, rightio. But um, it is... I don't know, because... And it was also in, in the former canon that, like, you know, Vader would never go back to Tatooine. That's why he didn't go down to the planet. Oh, okay. Because mm. it makes sense. Because he just never wanted to go... <laughs> yeah, yeah. ...to go back there. Um. So, let's get back onto the topic. Yes. We've talked about every other Star Wars film. <laughs> exactly. So, except yes, so, the names of these three characters. Okay, so you've got Rey. Yep. And so, I... Do you guys have any, any thought? Like, what about this? Out of... I think it's mm. safe to assume that one out of Rey or Finn, mm. one of them has to have the Force. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's... A, yeah, for yes, sure. Yes, yes. I, I would say, isn't it Finn? Because I see him holding a lightsaber on the covers. You can have a lightsaber and not have the force. Can you? Look at fucking the robot lad from episode... Grievous? Grievous, that's the ticket. I guess. He has like five. <laughs> he didn't have an ounce of force in him. I guess you don't need a, a force Like to if I just picked up a lightsaber, like I wouldn't wield it well, <laughs> but I could have it. I guess so. I, I Also, one more shout out to Marvel Star Wars. The last comic of yours I read... It did have a big splash page of Chewbacca, Han Solo, and Princess Leia all fighting with lightsabers. Give oh, fuck. <laughs> you fuck yourself. That's amazing. No, the that's boys just are just the best. <laughs> I love it. It's good. <laughs> oh, that just lightsabers. Like you just, anyway, if you didn't know, how, reboot, reboot, <laughs> scratch it all, start again. <laughs> I uh, want to, because we're not getting anywhere with the names. <laughs> I was going to say, I think Ray is I, definitely I, the daughter of, I reckon, I reckon Han and, and, and um, Leia. Leia. That's what I reckon. I, but see, the th- like then when you say that, what are the logistics of how she got there? Mm, that's a good point. And... But did they just like stop down there for a bit? Yeah. And then they were like, well, I like that. Anyway, like, I, I would off. assume that. Like Han might be also a bit of a bad dad because like how Chewie is like a bit of a bad dad. Um, 
I just figured they're just like, no, nah, no, nah, go play over there in the swing set. We'll be back in five. Chewy, go, Chewy, yeah, run, go, Chewy. Go, 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 you like it? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, well, hey, it's a possibility that Han's just a dead yeah, Chewy, Chewy's left his son with his bizarre uncle that mm. watches porn all day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you know, Hank Han and what might have been taking a couple of cues from Chewy. And, and I'm just my, not making that up. That is the yep. former Star Wars canon, you guys. Just, I always uh, love this uh, idea. <laughs> I don't remember where I read it, but that, and I'm sure it's not the case, but it just, it's really funny that Chewie is like an idiot savant. Like he's not actually saying anything when he makes his Chewbacca noises, but it's just like Han Solo finds this guy who's just got nothing going on upstairs, but is like fucking amazing at fixing spaceships. And is like, I'll just take this guy. <laughs> I'll just take this guy. He's my best friend. He can just fix the ship because he knows what he's doing. <laughs> I don't know. Just an amusing idea. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. Chewie. Great. That's I, good I, work. That's, I know what you're saying. <laughs> um, or it's like maybe Ray is maybe Luke's daughter. That'd be. I mean, hey, if it's like, oh, Ray's Luke's daughter, mm. she bumps into Han and Leia. Han and Leia are like, yo, your dad's yeah. out there somewhere. She's gonna find her dad. Then you got like the whole father-child mm-hmm. thing going on again. Oh, would it make more sense if Kylo was the son of Luke and sort of idolizes I think I'll be sort granddad. of bummed, and maybe it's because I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but I think I'd be pretty bummed out if they tried to go for that level of symmetry. Yeah. I would be like, that's, that's kind of a cheap tactic. But also, I think, like, families that have twins do tend to have a lot of twins. That's true. Oh, so you reckon Kylo and Rey are... Well, there's a chance. Yeah, yeah. There's a chance. Um, yeah, I think, I actually think Ray is the force user. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we, we have not seen, we've seen Finn with the lightsaber, mm. um, but it's not his. Mm. He's found it. Yeah. Yeah. Just picked it up. And when <laughs> Kylo Ren goes to fight him. He does shit himself. That's true. That's a good point. So we've never actually seen him use it. And we have to... This is the thing. We're dealing with J.J. Abrams. Oh, he liked his Mr. X. Like, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I kind of think Ray has to be the Jedi. Yeah. Um, and I like... Do you know what I mean? They're on such a... You know, they really want to put women into the forefront. Yeah, yeah. So even just having a, a kick-ass girl... Yeah. But to have like a Jedi, yeah, like awesome. that's that's quite a statement. It always bummed me out that Leia was like force sensitive, but like just somehow hadn't picked up on it herself. You know what I mean? Mm. Like just somehow in her life, she'd never been like, oh, holy shit, I knocked over a bottle with my my mind. Just <laughs> <laughs> focus in on that. I'm really good at this, but oh well. I'll, well I guess, hey, I don't know, maybe princessing <laughs> keeps you busy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what about the title, The Force Awakens? Where has it been? Um, well, Why is it because working? it's kind of like the the trailer where Han comes out and he's like, it, all, it that, all, all that bullshit was yeah. true and real. I'm guessing. Yeah, I, I kind of think trying to work out the title's a waste of time. Mm, I, I always assume that like the Jedi have been like just there's just nothing. Like uh, maybe that Luke meant to start a, like an academy for for Jedi and just didn't, or he went into hiding or something. I guess if you look at the like the way <clears throat> they've been named in the past, the original trilogy more than the prequel trilogy it's always no, been the pretty prequel trilogy do no 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 but i mean it's always been pretty straightforward it's like return of the jedi you're like return the jedi have returned that's <laughs> yeah. that's what they're doing here but you hope but it which, was an old but which jedi returned i oh, see that that's a good question see i think like return of the jedi makes when when you're if it's 1982 yeah and you're like return of the jedi 
that means Luke Skywalker's returning. But I, I think it actually means Darth Vader came back as like it, it's actually a oh spoiler. like he came yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. so that was like the Return of the Jedi as in like hey they're back like we they're good <laughs> they now. were gone but they've come like, he's back like, again Luke's the first one he's now like the champion of like making a new whole thing whereas Jedi. fucking because the, Je- the Phantom of a Jedi is a Jedi. Who was the Phantom Menace? <laughs> that was the Emperor. That was the Emperor. Was he that much of a Phantom Menace? Yes. yes. Uh, oh, no, like, no. one else like, knew about I it. I love it that you, you say that in a tone where it's like, oh, this guy's got a good point. And it's just like, actually, yes, he was, he was. a Phantom Menace. <laughs> he was in the shadows and he did take over the galaxy. I'm yeah. not sure what more do you want him to do. Like he was, like, I guess in that fact, is a Phantom Menace. No, no, what's I your problem? Menace did, is the wrong word. He was a bit more than that. Did you want him to be more Phantom or more yeah, menacing? More Phantom, <laughs> I think. <laughs> Pull the, the pull the cloak over a bit further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wear more of your face. Yeah. That's, that's D- detune the hologram a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit, bit, a little bit hazier. So yeah, the, see, Attack of the Clones. You could have been like they, you know. No, Attack of the Clones is another trick <clears throat> because going into that, yeah, you're thinking bad guys. Yeah, I thought I was so shocked when it turned out the clones were good guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was like, when they jumped out and they started fighting for the Jedi, I was just like, no. oh wow, that's amazing. Um, so yeah, you have to be like the four, like obviously because you're a Star Wars, um, well, one of you are a Star Wars fan. <laughs> the other one just likes, I'm good good. Good. the other one just likes to say the titles in sarcastic tones <laughs> to make it look like he's Revenge proving a point. Sith? Who are they revenging against? <laughs> Sith. A new hope? They could have been a bit Sithier. <laughs> what happened to the old one? <laughs> Just taking Star Wars titles and doing them like Jerry Seinfeld stand up. Empire Strikes Back, not one baseball game played. Good. (laughs) That was a bit. (laughs) I'm feeling good. (laughs) Gotta amuse yourself, Jack. Yeah, gotta keep, gotta make yourself laugh. Yeah, so the force could be like the the force the living force or is the force awakening that the first order have been in hiding and they're waiting mm. to attack and they've got their star killer base and they're like you know the 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 alarm bell goes off in the morning and they all wake up they get ready to troop bacon and eggs head out, <laughs> head out. and let's uh let's fucking crush some sons <laughs> done <laughs> fucking done mate yes so i can i don't know so i can I, I, it's so weird because I just don't actually have any idea of what is even going on with this whole film. Like someone was like, "Oh yeah, Andy Circus is playing some Snook dude and Snoke, Snoke, Snoke. Or I knew whatever. his name." And then that whole uh, Darth Jar Jar thing came out. You know that you you know it. Um, that beautiful theory. And then the, the guys being like, "Oh, clearly Andy Circus is going to be playing Jar Jar." But as the does as a does anyone Snook dude does anyone say does anyone really pitch that theory with a straight face? I don't know. Like what? some of the stuff you seen the things <laughs> where like somebody's talking in the Phantom Menace, and then Jar Jar's lips are sinking when that person's talking. Why though? <laughs> I don't like it that it makes sense at points because yeah. it's, just, it's like one of those watching those uh, documentaries about conspiracy theories and they throw something at you like, oh, does that make sense? They like, throw something else like, maybe it does make sense. And they keep throwing stuff and you're like, no, I'm convinced. All right. But it doesn't make people, the film any better. No, no, no. People give George Lucas <laughs> way too much credit, yes. right? He, It's like going, like that whole, if that thing was true, mm. right? That's like saying, Oh yeah, Jesus, he got crucified, but he did it in a way, like he made sure he got killed on the cross. 
because he knew about the merchandising possibilities. Yes. <laughs> Genius. I like the idea and I would love, like, a we- like weirdly, I'd love a candid conversation with Lucas to be like, look, honestly, you had plans for Jar Jar. He's your favorite character. You've said that on multiple occasions. Behind the scenes, you've got you being like, he's the key to everything. What were your actual legitimate plans before, like, I guess, studio heads and people were like, please, we hate him. Write him out of whatever else you got next. I, I think I'd be happy either way. Like if there's no studio head told him not to put him in. Really? No. So did he just listen to the fans? It's his movie. He owns the movies. Mm. He paid for the movie. Twentieth Century Fox. They're just the distributor. They were just like okay. They so were just like it, it doesn't like either way. They're mm. making hundreds of millions yeah, of dollars. Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, so they're not like the one thing George like George Lucas's most hated thing in the world mm. is interference from movie studios. Yeah. So when he did um THX eleven thirty eight and it got made into a feature film, it was like a uh, like a student film and then the uh, is it Paramount? I can't remember, it doesn't matter what studio, but they edited it. They took out five minutes and his whole thing was like what's the point of taking out five minutes? Like, mm. yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's film. And then same with American Graffiti. And so he, mm. he had this real grudge against film studios and being controlled. Okay. And so when he had the, um, he, he had some deal, there was some discussion he had with someone at 20th Century Fox about Star Wars and they said, you get paid this much because we're putting up all the cash. Mm-hmm. That's why we get such a big chunk. And then when he financed Empire Strikes Back and he said he sent them the memo with the deal and the deal was not good for them. Like mm-hmm. it's going to be great because yeah, yeah. they're still going to make money. Yeah. But it's like, you know, do you want, you know, 10 cents out of every, you know, dollar mm. or do you want, you know, 40 cents? You know, and when you're talking about hundreds of millions, like either way, you're going to be doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all like, "Oh no, that's not our normal agreement." He goes, "Oh no, because you said you got this much money because you were financing it. Well, I'm financing it, so I'm taking that bit as well." And they were just like, (laughs) "Oh, Oh, he got us every barrel. Dang, you've got a memory and an attitude, don't you?" (laughs) But so, so he paid for everything, so no one could. That was the problem with those films: is that no one could tell him what to do. There are interviews with him where he's like. I had to cut he's back like, Jar Jar. Like, there's a whole so thing was, where was, he's like, um, I, well, I forget what he no, says. No, but that's just... that's just. I know it's on him. <clears throat> no, but that's just the populace. Yeah, yeah. But that's not a movie head. There's, no, no, yeah, not yeah. at all. But I'm just like, he still took... Like, mm. what did he? What was he going to do? Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like I said, I think either, if George Lucas was like, yeah, I had the whole Darth Jar Jar thing, it's going to be crazy. I'd be like, that's amazing. But if he was like, just more Jar Jar shenanigans, that's kind of amazing too. <laughs> Not from like the perspective <laughs> of a film goer, but that George Lucas loved Jar Jar that much. Just in his head was like, this is amazing. If they'd like... It's so childlike. It's beautiful. This is like... Like, he ruined Jar Jar. If Jar Jar was in the film as much as Neem Numb... Mm. Who's uh, Lando's co-pilot yeah, in the Millennium yeah, Falcon? Yeah. Double face. People fucking love Neem Numb. Yup, yup, yup. Oh, he's great. Like you know, it's little rambunctions. <laughs> but if Neem Numb was in all of Return of the Jedi, <laughs> that would be so amazing. <laughs> no, see, I fell into George Lucas's trap there, didn't I? <laughs> yes, That's why I, if I if I was making, I'd be like, how good? And everyone would be like, please, no. <laughs> Look at him; he doesn't speak English. He fucking gave Neem Numb a goddamn fucking. Neem Numb, he's about. He's everybody's oh, like, oh Jesus. 
Give him two lightsabers. Oh. Why not? <laughs> oh my god! The, that, and that—that's a conversation George Lucas must have had in his head. I know George Lucas. Somebody sat him down. He's like, "So I got this Jar Jar Binks character," and they're like, "Okay." And he's like, "How many lightsabers should I give him?" They're like, "None, <laughs> George." All right. So about an hour into the yes. podcast, let's get to the actual topic. Yes. All right. What do we think is going right. to happen? This is what I think. It starts with a scroll, mm-hmm. a scrolling a text, bet. scrolling mm-hmm. text. Um, in in some fashion, I think from what we've seen, and I'm basing this purely, you guys, on what I've seen in the teasers, and I can bring up source material from mm-hmm. those teasers to tell you. But obviously, it seems like Poe Dameron, the uh, the X-wing pilot, yep. gets um gets captured by the First Order. We've seen him getting walked through. <laughs> mm-hmm. Corridors yeah. and getting tortured by Kylo Ren. Um, I, I sort of think that Finn witnesses the torturing. Like he might think that he's in the army and oh, yeah. he's fighting the good fight, and then sort of is bears witness yeah. to the treatment of Oscar Isaac or Poe Dameron, and sort of realizes that the leader. Of um, the force, Kylo Ren is fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Or perhaps, you know, there's the Star Killer base, which is on the poster, which is sort of like the Death Star ish thing. Mm-hmm. Like either that, seeing that, or maybe a combination. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And going, oh, this is Fuck no this. good. I'm out. Yeah. Um, it, you know, and so I think maybe, so obviously. Finn escapes in that TIE fighter that we've seen taken off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it gets shot on the way out. He crashes on Jakku. Yep. He walks into town, meets Ray. Yeah, yeah. Um, tells Ray of his plight and perhaps maybe what happened to Poe Dameron. Oh, yeah. Then I think BB-8, and this is just putting the pieces together of the thing. BB-8 is Poe Dameron's droid, okay. not Ray's, because we see BB-8 in Poe Dameron's X-Wing. I was going to say, because they would make sense because they would need like the... They would need a... Like a droid yeah. in an X-Wing. Yeah, 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 yeah but yeah. we've seen that in the trailer <laughs> and in the, the, the Hasbro figures and stuff. That BB, It is BB-8 in yeah. the back of uh, right. Poe Dameron's uh, X-Wing. So, if... I don't know, maybe like, I don't know how BB-8, I can't work out how BB-8 gets on Jakku if Poe Dameron's captured. Unless there's like a base on Jakku and it's sort of like, do X-Wing have, No, I, 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 I can autopilot if something happens, they go to this place, but then that would just be really dumb because Emperor or the First Order would be like, just follow it. <laughs> yeah, but then how did Poe Dameron, how did yeah. Poe Dameron get, like how'd they get him out? Yeah, yeah. And the X-Wing keep going. I don't think, there is any base on Jakku no. of any type. I think it's just, I think it's the Tatooine, just the shithole yeah. planet that yeah. happens to be there. Um, so I think that, yeah, so that's, I, I'm not sure how BB-8 gets, because mm. we have no idea or I have no idea how Poe Dameron actually gets captured. I know he gets yeah. captured. Um, so whether... Perhaps 
Podameron gets gunned down and crash and like he's on Jakku. They take him. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. And, and so they're not yeah. going to go for the, they're not, they're not going to worry about the astromech. Mm. Um, so okay. yeah. And then, so they meet up, um, Finn and Ray, um, you know, we've seen their conversation in one of the trailers where they introduce each other. So they don't know each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then they go off on an adventure. I, I don't... I have no idea how they then get tied up with Han Solo. Yeah, I was going to say, like, how do Han and Leia play into that? Yeah, which is why I reckon that, yeah, Ray has to be related to the Skywalker clan somehow. I don't know how, but that's just what I, I would be speculating. Mm. Of to all the three characters that... Who is going to be the one that related, I, I think... It would be kind of has to be Ray in a weird way, mm. but we do know that the Millennium Falcon's on Jakku <coughs> or mm. visits Jakku because we've seen that in the mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. one of the most iconic things from all the teasers. So could just be happenstance. No, I mean it'd be disappointing <laughs> it if it was. Like, like, is that there <laughs> for the same reason? Like, are they all? Is there something gone? You know, Jakku that everyone's obviously, after. You know, the, the yeah. lightsaber of, um, you know, which I think is a really cool thing that, you know, ties together the whole um, saga mm. is that Anakin's lightsaber from the prequels, which was given to Luke Skywalker and was his lightsaber for the first two films. Mm. Yep. Uh, and then he lost on Cloud City when his wrist got chopped off, mm. ironically by the original owner of the lightsaber. That that lightsaber is then in this film because mm. it ties the three trilogies yeah, together. Yeah. This little item, and mm. so that seems to be like if Luke's lightsaber has somehow made its way to Jakun, well, maybe hands looking what, for if, it. If if Luke is on Jakku or something like that, and maybe th- no, I don't. Luke's definitely not on Jakku. I, so I was is, just trying to is, think because like, I remember reading somewhere that Luke's not going to have like a huge presence in this film. Is yeah, that it's, true? it's pretty well established. He won't be in the film. I think he's going to be a lot in the second one. Till, I think he's quite crucial to the, yeah. the second one or something like that. I remember but reading I, that I, I, I kind of think it's it's like a search for Luke Skywalker. Yeah, I was thinking like if there's a search for something, it might be a search for Luke <laughs> in the first order. Want to search for him, but also this could be a great chance yeah. to bring up the Steel Wars. Have you seen him, Luke Skywalker T-shirt? You uh-huh. guys, yeah. Please, what, what is this T-shirt? Tell please me. Please tell of this. me about this T-shirt. Well, it's a T-shirt that made Harrison Ford himself. Chuckle when he <gasps> saw it. Really, that's awesome. It's um, it's like a milk carton. You know, have you seen him thing? Mm-hmm. But if you if people skateboarded in the in the late eighties, I'd know. There was an animal chin t shirt. There was like a <laughs> Pal Peralta, Tony Hawk guys. There's a keyword for you. <laughs> okay. But anyway, that's why we made the t shirt because there's a whole thing of like the search for Luke Skywalker. But anyway, enough plugs on Where your podcast. Where can we find this? T-shirt, yeah, how do I get this? Uh, steelwars.com, you guys. Steelwars.com. Thank you for that. And I must say again. Harrison Ford looked at it and chuckled. So there you go. Good. If you want the T-shirt that Harrison Ford laughed at, I saw him on Ellen recently. He didn't laugh once. Really? Yeah. So Ellen's not wearing the cool T-shirts. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I. It's definitely like Luke's going to be in at the end, like because I think it's like a chase and the whole thing with Kylo Ren being a Darth Vader fanboy mm. and, you know, trying, you know, scouring like intergalactic holonet eBay for all these mm. sweet items. It's just sniping people at the end. <laughs> and the fact that this lightsaber is in play could mean that there's a lot of activity around this planet because they've worked out that's where the lightsaber is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's a lot of 
downed Imperial craft from the Battle of mm. Jakku, which occurred, I think, about s- maybe three months after Endor. It was like a big, okay. um, like victory for the rebellion. It was sort of like I th- I'm pretty sure the law goes that after that battle was lost, then the remnants of the Empire just went. Yeah, we're kind of done. Let's. <laughs> oh, so it really was like cut off the head, you kill everything, <laughs> everything else falls or whatever it is. Yeah, well, it just went into chaos. And I think, like in that ba- the um, aftermath book, mm. it's it's about how they're all the empire is trying to regroup and restructure. Like no one knows who the leader oh, is, yeah. and there's a lot of um, you know, political sort of you know people like trying to work almost, out who's yeah, going to yeah. side oh, okay. with who. So it's kind of like a almost. They've sort of created a void. Yeah. A vacuum, whatever you call it. Power vacuum. There we go. And um, <coughs> so maybe the lightsaber, it's found that it was on one of those like Star Destroyers. Do you uh-huh. know what I mean? That yeah. got down. Maybe. It's a theory. Like it's just like that is a Saunders original coming at you. Whoa. See, I'm thinking, <laughs> get out. Very impressive. All right. <laughs> um, so, that'd uh, be a good scene as well. Like yeah. going inside like, like a fucking sandy ass dusty mm. trying to find like, a, like, a like working your way through and it's all like rickety so yeah i'm jumping ahead but i reckon potentially the search for skywalker luke skywalker could be particularly for kylo ren could be i want to try and because again i i think you know who killed vader or why did he die and that kind of thing that might be lost in translation mm. in terms of the galactic information that's out there so it could be like well kylo could be like i'm such a Vader fanboy. I, I want to know do, the truth. I'm not just the truth, but I want to try and hunt down the person that oh. killed Vader. Mm. I want to do what Vader couldn't. I want to kill Luke Skywalker. Well, that's the other thing, you know, a line from the teaser. Um, I will, Kylo Ren says to Darth Vader's helmet, I will finish what you started. Yeah, mm. yeah. What does Kylo Ren think that Darth <laughs> Vader started? Well, exactly. That's a good question. Better not be another Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make one that works. <laughs> Work. But yeah, what? Because you got to kind of imagine if, and it'd be awesome if, like, sorry, if mm. in the film, just the ultimate, like, oh, it's like I will finish what you started, and it pans down, and he just puts the last piece in a jigsaw puzzle, yeah. <laughs> and it's a, and it's a Padme's face. He's like, or he just, he just grabs C-3PO and just like tinkers with him a bit. Yeah, exactly. Done, <laughs> fixed, the perfect robot. <laughs> but yeah, you got to try and imagine what is out there for Kylo to just kind of take a like hold of finish like what is left and, really? and also like cause what is out there that people are saying vader did because if he's because yeah, he was written he was like regretting everything by the end of his life um mm. so clearly that didn't get out um so yeah what what is what did he start because like <clears throat> well maybe after george lucas's changes to the film mm. he just needs to finish oh <laughs> that's how you ruin the end of a film darth vader <laughs> done because um, like, well, it's not like uh, pe- is, weirdly is, is is his secret apprentices are they still part of canon or is not anymore like the the Star Killer? How many are you? Nah, allowed? they're done. Yeah, they're done. That's a shame. Like, because I was just wondering if if Kylo knew about those the um like the Force Unleashed and all that kind of stuff. If he knew about that that sort of side of of Darth like Vader, what he could to like, be like, oh yeah, he had I, he had the plan to take over the Emperor or the the Emperor's mm. vision of the Empire and and you know wreck shit up. If that was what Kylo was thinking, then that kind of makes sense. It's it's hard to try and figure out what the hell he's talking about, though. Mm. To the storyline, I'm I'm not sure how... We know the Millennium Falcon is on Jakku. 
it's uncertain who's flying it. Mm. Like, is is that hand so- like one would presume from the most like tear jerking um, three words like in cinema? Like, get me. Like this is the power of Star Wars and of nostalgia. It's like it's not even in the film yet, and these three words mm. made more people weep than <laughs> any other three words in you know yeah, in the yeah, history yeah. of film. Chewie, we're home. Yeah, it's them back on the Falcon. So to me, that means they they've haven't been there. Been, yeah, they've returned to the Falcon. Like, and he's quite. There, there is a um a jewel nostalgia kick where it's like Han Solo's nostalgic for mm. returning to the Falcon and that's and then in the real world we're nostalgic for him yeah. to return to the yeah, Falcon yeah, as well. Yeah. So one would say that he's been separated from the Falcon. So potentially, yep. Does he is that him flying it? Um I'm just like amazed like cuz we're about what 4 days out now mm-hmm. when we when we're recording this. We're 4 days out when this film comes out and we really don't know much compare I'm that to s- batman v superman i'm so amazed just I how little we know even mm. even age of ultron like when we yeah. were back before we saw that we sort of did this idea of like well, what do you think's gonna happen and we kind of had some ideas yeah i know i got yeah batman mm. v superman's like what's gonna happen yeah they're three team up and fight they'll be batman they'll be superman they'll be, as people they'll <laughs> be like oh, i hate you then they'll be like as superheroes oh, i hate you then they'll like each other, Wonder Woman will turn up. They'll kill Doomsday. The bada bing, bada boom. Zod is Doomsday. Aquaman's there, I think, sure. for a bit. But yeah, it's, it's, in. it's incredible just how little we know. Yeah, oh. something that's this fucking huge. It's the best. But I, I believe so. I believe the first, um, you know, because Star Wars, if it follows <clears> the same <throat> template, has mm. always been sort of about three, mm. like sort yeah. of world chunks. Yep, yep. And so Jakku would be the first chunk. Yeah. Yep. I think that the next <coughs> chunk will be um, Maz Kanata's planet, which Maz Kanata is, um, pardon my pronunciation, mm-hmm. but Lapita La Nepapongu? Mm. I don't know. You guys don't know what I'm talking it's about? Like, Not it's two words like there that was very confusing. Hot gibberish. <laughs> okay, so you don't know. Okay, so Maz Kanata is the voice in um, a lot of the teasers. Um, famously, um, she says, um, is she the little alien? Yeah. Those, she said those eyes, I've seen those eyes before. Um, at the end of one of the teasers, she says, hope is not lost. It is, you know, that sort of stuff. And she's the little character on the Force Awakens poster. Yeah. There's there's a little character with goggles. Yeah. yeah, And yeah, so she's played by (laughs) Lupita Nepapongu. Sorry. Mm -hmm. But she's, um... A beautiful African American actress that's in a lot of Disney films, won an Oscar recently. Yeah, cool. And she is a thousand year old pirate who now sick. lives that's in amazing. a castle. So that also sets you sick. up. That that's your Jabba's Palace Cantina mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. revisiting. So what I think is they end up teaming up, our our two new heroes team up with Luke and Chewie in the Falcon. Whether um, Ray and Finn have the Falcon and then come across mm. Han and Chewie or whatever, but they all end up together. We know that they all end up yeah. back in the Falcon. We we like we know through the thing that BB-8, yeah. Han, Chewie, Ray, and Finn mm. 
all end up on the Falcon together. What if in like the Battle of Jakku, what if the Millennium Falcon got damaged? What if it like crashed mm. on Jakku and it's just like it's been there for what seven odd years or something? And like that is something that Ray comes thirty. In. Sorry, thirty years. And that's something that Ray finds and salvages or is slowly building, but I think there'd be a bit more replaced. But or if it just had crash land and she finally salvages it. Mm. I think that's a great theory. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. That's, that's a that's a plumbing that's our exclusive, guys. <laughs> or if it's already on the internet, I stole it without knowing. <laughs> Wedge that in your pipe. Um <clears throat> so they all team up in the Falcon mm. and I think they're looking for Luke. And I think Han may say, and again, this could be like I'm. I'm just make. I'm. This is baseless speculation. Well, this is total. <laughs> like I've been shown all these teasers, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this is what I'm working out, right? Mm. And and just like the whole, well, in this scene they're together, and this character's here, right? So I think they go to Mazkanada's castle, maybe because Han has a previous relationship with her. And she might have answers. Yeah, you know, a thousand-year-old pirate. pirates and smugglers. Yeah, yeah, it's good. That so sense. that will be the Hardy mi- boy shit right there. Apparently, he was married. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Chewie dies punching a moon. I just remembered that. <laughs> yeah, bring, even, I think that happens in the expand. Yeah, does. bring it back. Yeah, I'm. I'm right. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know I if know he punches a moon. I don't know. I, I know think he, the moon's coming yeah. down and he fights it. That's fucking amazing. And he gets. Squish, I don't know if that's yeah. how I always no, imagine like sh- squish like a bug, like it's just like <laughs> zoomed out <laughs> moon on top of Chewie. I just know that from the like the Marvel comics, the Han's married, and I just stopped reading. Yeah, Did you, do you know what happened? You know about that? Yeah, that's a fake marriage. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They're not really fake married. Marriages. Wondering if they're gonna Space maybe like chunks. link that to to this character as well, but nope. All right, never mind. Uh, then. If they linked <laughs> that, if that was like people were saying, like and it's like sometimes. Star Wars fans want things to be too linked mm-hmm. from all this stuff. And <laughs> I I think a good rule of thumb is that you'll never see story points like mm. upgraded. Like I just don't think you'd see that mm. this marriage thing is then going to be upgraded to movie level. Okay. No. okay. Like I think and I and I honestly do think it should be post. Like the comics should re- like comics and books and stuff should react to the movies. The, yeah, the movies yeah. are the catalyst. Because it, it's just not worth it. Really. No. Like you know, like the, the, the majority of people that are going to see a Star Wars movie not probably gonna aren't going the to comics. they're gonna be like like they're not gonna get the good out of seeing that, oh, yeah, this is somebody yeah, from yeah. the comics. Yeah. So like And and I'm pro like there's a character in a comic and then he's in the background yeah. of, of a scene mm. and Oh like, hell, even if you find a character in the comic or an expanded universe novel and you're like, this is a good character Let's like reintroduce them, you know, not like as like a cameo, just like, no, we're using the base of this character. That's fine. So I think they get, they team up Mm. and they have to go to Maz Kanata's castle um, for for knowledge, for help. She's a thousand years old, she'll know. Yeah. Then you get your, you get your new cantina scene. Now it's been, um, it's kind of widely known now, it's been in the press that... The music for Maz Kanata's castle is the one bit of music that was not done by John Williams. Okay. But it was done by someone who I've forgotten. For some reason, my head wouldn't... Please say Black Eyed Peas. Why would I want that? (laughs) Yes! But it was... I can't remember what... (laughs) But I know J.J. Abrams and his son 
went to a performance in New York of a musical or something that okay. this person had mm-hmm. scored. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you all the facts without <laughs> any actual details. They saw them after the show. The guy went to um, JJ. Hey, if you you know you need help doing that, doing a new cantina scene, you know, get at me. I'll I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> and then John Williams said, oh, "I don't want to tackle that." Yeah. I, or I think he'd already said that. And JJ was like, "Well, this is what he said in the press anyway." He's like, "Did that guy know, or is he just?" <laughs> throwing bones yeah yeah and um so he got him to do it and apparently it's amazing awesome and I, I again i can't say who he is or what he does but he did an appearance on kimmel or fallon that jj abrams said was the greatest television he'd seen in the past 10 years so i've, I've got no idea what he does my but apparently he's good at it. Great it's amazing, whatever it is, <laughs> he will blow you out of the water. Whatever the fuck he does, and and you have to respect greatly. You know, you, yeah. you respect a good pedophile <laughs> over a bad pedophile. Yeah, like, yeah. do we? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right, let's go with that. <laughs> All right, so they go to this this thousand year old uh, 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 pirate. pirate. Yep. For information about maybe where Luke is. Yep. And then they're like, oh, here's blah, 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 or blah, 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 or blah, blah. Maybe give him like three different locations or some shit. Like there's rumors over here, rumors over there. Because that's a nice little easy way to kind of either separate the heroes mm. or at least send them on varying places to sort of have like, mm. here's some rumors here and here and here. And you got to kind of choose which ones you follow up. Interesting. What I think happens, and I'm judging this by what happens in the trailers is that the First Order finds out that they're there and attacks them. And because you see something in rubble, which I presume Mm. is her castle. Oh, no. Which is a real bummer. You know, if you had a castle for a thousand years. That's rough. (laughs) Goes. Oh, the memories attached to that castle. Yeah. If these walls could talk. <laughs> to get rescue renovation on the phone. And <laughs> exactly. I've got this castle and it's quite a mess. It's basically just rubble. What can you do? And yeah, so I think that... So the the, the first order come and then I think that is when the, the X-wings are going along the water. Mm-hmm. Then that's oh, yeah. that's the resistance like coming to save the day. Yeah. Um, when you've got the scene... In the trailer where... Um, and a lot of this stuff I'm just sort of... Yeah, no, no, but I'm actually... I'm like now oh. I'm, I'm just like... I'm putting it together in yeah, my head. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really in the Matrix now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was built to do. <laughs> and when the X-Wings are coming along the water... I And then when you see the scene with um, Finn and Chewie and Han... And they've all got their hands on their heads. like oh, yeah. Sort of like the Battle of Endor when mm. they're all captured... And then the Ewoks come and save them. I reckon what they're looking at in the foreground is all the X-Wings coming to save the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I've got no idea what happens. (laughs) We know there's a battle around Starkiller Base. Mm. We know we see Starkiller Base test its weapon on something. Oh, cool. Um, It's that snow planet that is like, I I don't know. I reckon that might be Endor. Like, because I reckon there might be, like, the, the nuclear fallout of the Death Star blowing up above it, killing off Endor. I like that theory. That's um, cool. Well, I had a theory upon the first 
trailer. Mm. You know when um, Kylo Ren's walking through the forest yep. and it's snowing and he <coughs> opens up his lightsaber. Yeah. Yep. And this year is like, well, this year and a half has been so fun. And I, I just like, like in like a week's time and especially like in a year's time, we're going to be so used to all this stuff. Mm. Like it's going to be so But Like it's so good. Like I, you know, I've got, there's a YouTube clip of, my re- like react like we sort of podcasted yep. while we watched it yeah nice. and then someone synced it up for us and <laughs> and my yeah so it's an audio sort of audio commentary over the thing and my reaction like to see this new like jedi or sith mm. absolutely no knowledge what it was stalk through this forest pull out a lightsaber oh my god they're 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 yeah. force. They're, they're like they they're a force user. Lightsaber opens up. It's red. Oh my god! It's a Sith. And then those two other the little exhaust <laughs> ports open up. Like, so like good. I I just hope people like like cherish how fun that was. Like to see yeah. that for the first time and go, oh my god, what is that? And then it's like you've got a minute, and then you've got like three months to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I almost wish though they didn't do it on the trailer. Like, same with the double-ended lightsaber with uh, in, in The Phantom Menace. Like, they, they blew that on the trailer. And I just think seeing that moment in the cinema with no knowledge of that happening, I think that would have been just fucking amazing. That, that said, made a fucking sweet trailer. But it's very hard. Ooh, yeah. Like, like, that, like, from a merchandising point of view, yeah. like, you then couldn't have Kylo Ren with an ignited lightsaber. And... Mm. Like and like, you couldn't sell lightsabers. You couldn't have a figure with a lightsaber, it's and true. then you couldn't have any merchandise with a lightsaber. And lightsabers—that's yeah. cash money, bro. Exactly, man. That's your bread and butter, right? You whack there. that on a t-shirt <laughs> and <laughs> cha-ching. Bam! Got a new t-shirt here, guys. <laughs> that gets Mickey a fair bit of cheese. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, you're right. Like mm. you would think about all the stuff that would actually have to halt in production. Mm. Yeah, no, fair. Mm, it's a yeah. fair actual point. And but they also. Like that would be amazing. Mm. I agree, but you also like they have to. They still have to get people to go to the yeah. film. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's also then you think of all the scenes in the in the trailers that mm. have Kylo Ren with his lightsaber on. Mm. That's like, and if he doesn't have a lightsaber, it's like. Oh, he's like an guy? emperor. Like, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Like, what's what this guy this doing walking through a forest? Yeah, yeah. Who gives like, a shit? Who cares? Mm. But that is a lot of scenes without... And and also, I think that that lightsaber, it just... It, it churned the fans. Of, like, it, like, it, yeah, like yeah. it, it just mm. created such it became, excitement. It was a talking point. Mm. Yeah. You know? No, I agree. And, and it was also like, you know. when you just think of like, all the... Like, just for instance, all the sketches and jokes... Like yeah. on on like late night shows about the lightsaber and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So it it, it you know it's a, it is a great talking point, but um, yeah, I have no like I can't I can't work out in my head mm. what that for like I so I had a theory. Sorry, I, that was what mm. we were talking about. God, we're good at going off tangents tonight. <laughs> Champ, that he was walking. The forest was 
the fallout, mm. the nuclear fallout Endor, because there's this theory that has been around since the dawn of the internet. This mm. guy wrote a big essay about how the, the Ewoks, the Ewoks had this sad <laughs> nuclear winter after this giant thing. You know, like it all rained they down. Would, on them. They would, like, mm. how could they avoid that? Oh, no, they wouldn't. They've got trash technology. <laughs> but yeah, my theory was that he was looking. Like he was walking through the forest trying to find Vader's yeah. funeral prior to get the helmet. Mm. Ah, and that, that yeah. was him getting the helmet. But I, don't, I have no I can't work out without like, you know, reading a site that yeah. could possibly tell me is how he, like, what's he doing on that? Is that forest Starkiller base? Like, is that the same, same area? The same planet? Mm. And how does he. Come into like how is it that he comes into contact with Ray and Finn, which you know he does. I, I can't work out how that happens in the storyline because I'm thinking it might be if we go with a the theory that yes, it is in Endor and Endor went through some tough times and he's trying to find the pyre because he's you know, as you see him walking down, and then you see him f- fighting Finn. That was in the second trailer, I think, where it's sort of that extended scene where it's like, okay, yeah, he's got his lightsaber out because he's Finn's there. Mm. So if they know that Kylo Ren is hunting relics of Vader and maybe Luke, maybe this is after they get Luke on side or they find Luke and then Luke kind of is like, well, you know, we, we actually burnt or cremated Vader's yeah, body yeah, yeah. or Anakin, my dad's body. I actually think there's no way Luke's involved by that. Like at that point, I don't uh, think Luke's involved. So I reckon they might be like, even, even, even Han then? Could just like leak that information out into the into the ether yeah. to be like, yeah, that's where they um, cremated Vader, and that is what maybe sends like they're maybe trying to set a trap for Kylo, and oh, then then Kylo's yeah. like, I need that mask, and then like all oh, his generals like, dude, it's a fucking trap, and he's like, I don't give a shit, I need that mask, <clears throat> and then kind of makes that idea that this, this this guy is really obsessed with Vader and like he doesn't give a shit where he's going into like he's getting that goddamn mask mm. trap or no trap and that might be where we see that scene if that is in fact Endor and then that might be why you know uh, um, Ray and Finn are there and that could give reasons why Han is there as well because he's giving information of of kind of what happened with Vader and stuff yeah i'm not sure like we've mm. seen Han on a snow planet which i find I, like i can't Place, yeah, I can't mm. work out what's going yeah. on. Um, the fact that the Starkiller base is also a snow... Like, yeah. is it the same planet? Maybe. It would be odd to have two... Like, <clears throat> as much <throat> as it wouldn't... Like, it'd be reasonable in reality. It'd be yeah. weird in the film to have two snow planets that were just sort of unrelated to one mm. another. Yeah, yeah. Like, it'd just be confusing. So, I feel like they've got to be, surely... So maybe do they try to infiltrate, go on a mission into Starkiller Base? They're trying that could to be the finale potentially mm. of the the first, uh, mm. you know. The um, I, I've also got a question about the base itself. Is that is that big laser that's on the um? Well, first of all, is it a moon made into a weapon, or is it a weapon made into a moon? <gasps> I hope it's a moon made into a weapon. Same now. That's a lot cooler than a weapon made into a moon. Yeah, yeah. You are a bit of a more of a James Bond villain type guy. <laughs> <Yes>. The moon's <laughs> up there already. <laughs> Somebody fucking used some goddamn rockets. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck a laser on that. 
Yeah. You can hit anywhere on the planet. That's the beauty of a moon. <laughs> that is true. It goes everywhere. <laughs> the other thing, though, if it is a planet made <clears throat> into a weapon, mm. can it travel? Yeah, that's another thing. Like if they kind of retrofit with like rocket boosters. <laughs> you could. <laughs> It'd be disastrous for the planet, but you could. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was about to say, there's God. a reason we don't do that for our moon, but God. there are lots of reasons we don't do that for our moon. <laughs> I hope the Trade Federation don't find out about this one. I know. <laughs> the tariffs <laughs> are going to be huge. Ooh, they'll set some like, what's blockade in three-dimensional space, gang. Anyway. What's, what's the GST on a moon? <laughs> I reckon it's going to be high. 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 Whatever high. it is, it's high. nobody can pay it. Imagine a moon in like... That border security and it pulls out its passport <laughs> and it's just a picture of a moon. Yeah. And the moon was like, it was cloudy that day. <laughs> yeah. Come on. It's clearly me. Yeah, I, I, I reckon it's probably going to be. Uh, I, I do like the idea of it being like either a small planet or a moon that's been retrofitted I, to be a weapon. Like it's, I, like it's hmm. rad if it is. I don't know. Like it's one of those things where it's like. Oh, that's fucking hot. Yeah. That it's a moon made into a planet. But then it's just like, how did you do that? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Is that rad or just dumb? Is it just stupid? Is it so stupid that I'm just thinking it's cool? Yeah. The more I think about it, and I, as I said, I'm, I don't know. It's sort of like, it's funny just talking about this sort of gets you churning. But mm. there is that scene in... Um, maybe the second teaser... Where um, Gwendolyn Christie's Captain Phasma is walking, and and on one side she's like in a hallway, <laughs> and one side of the hallway you can see Death Star esque mm. paneling, oh, right? Yeah. The the grates with the light, and on the other side it's a rock face. Oh yeah, so it could be on that like outside of the yeah. So that would like sort of mean you know that's something that's natural that's mm. been like like weaponized or mil- militarized mm. so. I, 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 I'm going to say, even though I pose the question, yep. I'm now going to answer the question Good. and say Starkiller Base is a moon yep. that they've revamped yep. into a sweet, sweet laser cannon. Because then I how reckon. good, you know, like, that's, that's no moon. That's a space station. It'd be like, that's no moon. Yes, it's space. Wait, no, it's a moon. And it's a space It's kind of both. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like some rambly <laughs> sentence of like, just I, 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 being like, that's no moon, that's a space. No, I think it's a moon. I actually with, think with, looking at it now, it might be both. With <laughs> lines like that. I and don't know. We'll see when we get there. With lines like that and that beard. <laughs> I, I, are you the son of George Lucas? <laughs> I should have been written. Right oh, my God. Are you, the, are you the one like, non-adopted son? Just the line, I don't know. We'll know when we get there. Yeah. It's just fucking spot on. Jack. Everybody hop in. <laughs> and, and, and and just just to clarify for all the super Lucas nerds out there, I did I joked that he was the one non adopted son, but I do know he's got an, he he has recently had another oh. so I don't want to get any letters <laughs> because I don't check my mail because there's a guy that comes past in the land speeder and keeps knocking the letter boxes. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> well, here's a question: What, rather than what do we like? What do we think is going to happen? Because it's like it's 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 so bizarre that I actually generally Who have knows? no fucking clue, and I love that. What don't you want to see? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I can tell you what I want to see. Okay. What don't I want to see at the end? 
Like if something happened, just like for example, like the Phantom Edge, like oh my god, like what is going to make you groan if it actually happens? Well, if um, Finn ends up being Lando Calrissian's son, mm-hmm. that'd be pretty embarrassing yeah. for that, everyone. It, it's it's that's so that like so far out of the realm of possibility. Like it's it's you just, just you would hope so. Like they've had and 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 just in like real world like they've had such yeah. like mm. a push for a, a diverse cast mm. and to make him like it would be such a step back. Yeah, it's brutal. Mm. It's it's and, and and as I say like people they jump to that conclusion and it's that like yeah. Like it's 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 non malicious racism. Yeah, like exactly. it it, it's it does. Asians are good at math, kind of racism. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not even sure if it's that. That's almost more malicious than yeah, yeah. it's just. There's like no. It just says it just says there's so few of you. Yeah. Like we allow so few of you in this movie that yeah. there has to mm. be that has to be the reason. All right, yeah, uh, that, that would, would make me groan. I think if they killed off Kylo Ren, I would be like, oh, not again. Yeah, that would be annoying. same with like, oh, like Gwendolyn just... Christie's character. If they, I think, if they kill off some of the, if, if they're very quick to kill what's, off, what's the policy on this podcast? Um, uh, a released facts. Um, oh, go nuts! Go nuts. We, we, we don't give a shit. Okay. Well, it, Kathleen Kennedy said that Phasma is going to be in more films. Oh, All good, right, good, good. That's good to good. hear. That's good to hear. Because yeah, I, I would be disappointed if they sort of start. It's like, like, like I got burnt with Darth Maul because, like, going in, like I, again. Phantom Menace. I bought like the the book of Phantom Menace, and I made made sure I chose the cover of Darth Maul, and I fucking love Darth Maul going in, and he was just like, "Oh, okay, good, it was great." Well, there's a um of the many fan re edits, a a very interesting one is where they made all three prequels into one film, Mm. and the opening scene is um the end the the Mm. lightsaber battle with Phantom Menace. So Darth getting stabbed. Yeah, so you don't know Qui Gon. And and the beauty of Star Wars is that it's you're jumping in, yeah, and you've got to catch up, yeah, and people don't sort of explain stuff to you, like, yeah. and so that was really cool. The like, we just we're starting the saga with this battle, and a great Jedi dies, and we don't, yeah, that's actually yeah, a nice way true. of starting um, the prequels, and you know that I think that's like with you know this sort of movie to like. Have things where it alludes to like, oh, then I can make that up. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. when, mm. when you know, when I was little, like the Clone Wars. Yeah. Like, like I, like there was no, there was uh, we got there was a Clone Wars, the Anakin and Obi Wan. Like, what did that mean? Yeah. Same with like mm. Boba Fett. Like he's introduced in the Christmas yeah. movie, and it's just sort of. Um, not really much is mentioned there, but it's like a, like a Wookiee belt kind of thing. And yeah. everyone's like, who's this cool character? It's like, don't, you know, incinerate, like, you know, use um the incinerator grenades or whatever it was. And it's like, no this guy's cool. Yeah, it's the one. There you go. And it's just like, he's clearly this cool character. We don't know much about him. Oh, that's awesome. And then he dies like a dickhead on Tatooine. But we still don't know much about his history. And it's like, he was still once this really cool bounty hunter. And then we're like, no, 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 no. Let's answer all these dumb questions. He has the stupidest fucking jetpack. Just yeah. goes up. There's no control there. Well, That's why he dies. He's just like, ah, crap. <laughs> well, you know who Boba Fett is of the Star Wars universe. Mm. He's got like all these amazing devices mm. that you know, all these like just all this great technology on his suit, but he can't use them properly. He is the Star Wars Galaxy's Inspector Gadget. Yeah, <laughs> that's really he true. Really is. Go go gadget jetpack. <laughs> oh, pff, ah, Jesus. 
He just he, he just needed a penny. To yeah, he did. Mm. And I'll t- a dog that didn't talk but had the intelligence of a man. <laughs> <laughs> so I yeah. can speak. Wait, so he, could he speak? No, that was a Jar Jar Binks line. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> he did not have the intelligence. You were the only person that heard that and went, ah, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I think I'd be very disappointed if they killed off, um, if they were very quick to kill off the villains. Mm. Okay. we. One thing we haven't... Mm. We, we're only talking about what we've seen. Mm. That's true. We're not talking about what we've heard. Mm. And, and that is Snoke. Mm. Yeah, I know. What's going on? Played by... There. Andy Circus. I I've read and I'm I'm really like I'm pumping out like I put out two podcasts today mm. and I'll probably put out two tomorrow. Um but I'm trying to like do, you know, you got you put it out and you've got to, you know, do all yeah, your yeah. tweets and stuff, but I'm trying not to read stuff. But I've and I also don't know what I like if I read a tweet, I don't know if it's true, mm. yeah, but yeah. I think there's been a leak of what he looks like, which, I'm, yeah, I'm really scared. Like that for the last few days, we're so yeah. close to see what. Because I saw something today. It was like first nine minutes of Star Wars leaked. I'm like, nope, no, 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 not gonna just keep scrolling, keep scrolling. Oh, uh, that would be the resist that, temptation. That, I'm gonna say that's the nine minutes I saw then. Potentially, yeah. I, I think someone must have filmed it. Yeah, because I. I'd assume they didn't just do that screening in probably more. I was going to yeah. say, but they promised Harrison Ford. Yeah, because Harrison they Ford's did. Come to their house now. <laughs> they all went out in teams, so mm. they all went around the world uh, okay. to do their separate. Um, which is interesting about the the star power of Harrison Ford, mm. because um, the one in Seoul had um, it was um, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega. Um, Adam Driver and J.J. Yeah. Abrams. Mm. So that was like right, one event. The entourage. And we were just like, Harrison Ford. Yeah, exactly. One man, but one but, powerful man. But <laughs> man, what an amount of... What a man. What an amount of press it got. It was yeah, insane. Yeah. Um, so we haven't seen Snoke, Andy Circus, and again, I just like... It's so great. A major character played by a quite a famous actor. Yeah. And I have no idea. I, I don't even know what size he is. Same. There's a lot of like talk Tiny. about... He's giant. What if he's tiny? What if he's either or? <laughs> That's great. What if he's like a, like a salacious crumb motherfucker? Just God, you like... guys are just like... Da-da, da-da, da-da. <laughs> How good would it be if he was giant? What about tiny? What if he was deaf? What if he was blind? <laughs> what if All he was blind and blind and tiny? <laughs> and they're like, how are you a villain? And he falls over. Where am I? What if he was made of fire? What about water? <laughs> Help! And <laughs> consisted of a diet of nothing but pancakes. <laughs> Frequented fucking Dexter Jetster's fucking diner. Oh, the God. Perfect, um, the perfect villain. A big shout out for Michael Williams, Dexter Jetster fan. Champion. Yeah, so we just don't know anything about this character. Because I, I, I would assume that he's probably either, if not Kylo Ren's superior... At least running the first order or he's, something like he's that. He's superior. Um, you know, he is. There's been an awakening. Have you felt it? Mm. That's him. And there's another TV spot where he says to Kylo Ren, 
maybe there's a big American. And he goes, this is, this is the biggest test even for you or something. Like, okay. like he, so he's, it's like he's schooling Kylo Ren on what's about to happen. And he he said, I I don't know the because with my TV spot viewing, you know they've had all those little clips with new scenes. My whole thing was watch it once and never again. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Mainly because people would post up so many frame grabs of it, so it's like, and which is fine. Like, do you know what I mean? It's publicly, it's been officially released, but you still don't want to, you know. But Mm. so it's sort of just like, well, I am going to see all these scenes anyway, so I may as well just enjoy them Mm. in the like. In the best format I can, yeah. do you know what I mean? Rather than just see a frame grab and then go, all right, I'll watch it. Like it's like that. Like I, yeah. I, I've sort of like had a really like fun year and a half of just like cherishing things of just mm. like going, like I, when people, like when the first teaser were released at Celebration, I couldn't believe the people that just watched it on their phone. <laughs> like I was just like, what? You watch it in your phone? I think I did. Yeah. <laughs> the look Steele's given me. Uh, yeah, I was on my beanbag. I just want to move. I'm a lazy man. Uh, I am. Because um, I, I wanted to podcast me watching it. Mm. And so it came out. Because, you know, they they sort of was... Um, I had to do something that day. I can't remember what it was. It was something that... Because uh, I think it was coming out in the middle, like mm. four in the morning, like yeah. our time. So I had to wait for someone to come around to record the podcast with me. Mm. And then I didn't want to see any images from it. Mm. So I just looked on a pirate bay to find someone that had uploaded it and then put it on. Because when you went to the iTunes page, like I was yeah. so like like happy with myself. Like, you know, when you're like, I, I did the right thing. Yeah. Like when you open it, it had the Falcon picture as the you know, and that's the banger. That was your yeah. that was your banger at the end of that teaser. Shot right there. And um yeah, so I I like I I've been really savoring it. But so when people went, oh, yeah, I just watched it on my phone, I'm like <sighs> <laughs> I did watch it many other times on other bigger screens. First time's the time. <laughs> First time's the time, buddy. So um yeah, he's um I would say he's um Kylo Ren's mm. mentor. Mm. Like whether or not Kylo Ren is happy with that or not. I yeah, I reckon probably not. It might be. Reckon it's just another Emperor Vader kind of thing where it's. Yes, he's the apprentice, or at least he's the mentor, and it's kind of like I kind of want to kill you when I'm done with getting whatever I get from mm, you. I'm not sure. And it'd be nice to see villains Emperor that work Snoke to- sounds cool. It does, but That's it'd be like nice to see the the villains work together. That would you be know? good because you like, always get like a. Weird, weird vibe between the, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a weird where you're like mm, I feel like you fight in the downtime <laughs> yeah well there's the 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 different variables with the evil guys is you've got the Knights of Ren mm-hmm. then you've got the First Order mm. which is sort of like the Empire that's where your stormtroopers are at mm-hmm. and then you've got and so the First Order um you know that's your Captain Phasma and your General Hux Ooh, who's this General Hux oh General Hux is Donald Gleason, so he's like the real imperial-looking guy that yep, yep. you know. He's, oh, like, yeah. he's like a Scottish guy, Donald Gleason. Yeah, 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 um, so he's definitely first order, and so it's interesting to know what the relationship between you know Kylo Ren is um, affiliated with the Knights of Ren, the First Order, and also Snoke. And so mm. one would assume S- Snoke is leading the First Order. 
maybe from afar. Mm. Like maybe mm. he's, um, you know, like I think when they showed that big army thing, it looks like it's Hux that's sort of maybe <coughs> rallying the troops and Kylo Ren, not Snoke. Um, yeah, and then, sense. but then the Knights of Ren is that is that like is that a bit of you know action on the side for Kylo Ren? Is that his yeah. booty call? Like, yeah, potentially. Because I, yeah, I was thinking it would be the Knights of Ren potentially a, fa- a faction of the First, the First Order, Order that are maybe a bit more force sensitive. That they're the kind of like your um, battle priests. Yeah, sort of, sort of. You get like the First Order. What's and then a you battle g- priest? It's like was. A thing, I think, from like medieval times, where you would have priests, who, like a, pal- a paladin. Yeah, like a like a, a le- legitimate paladin. Do you know what it sounds like? Yeah, it sounds like they tried to like get kids back into the Catholic Church <laughs> yeah. in the in like the battle late eighties, and it's like Film Nation presents battle priests. <laughs> yeah. it's like you have like like a handful of battle priests, like throw your battle priests at your friends' battle <laughs> priests, see them fight. I was imagining, like, get on your knees and face the power, battle priests. <laughs> they're coming. How good is it on to imagine, you, like, for you, for you? <laughs> like a GI Joe battle, pr- but like he's got, you know, like the priest got that little yeah, white yeah, yeah. white collar thing, but it's like an American flag in there. <laughs> How good? Oh, <laughs> no, not in the slightest, dude. That so, that sounds like it's going to play well in Middle America. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, so, so potentially so the, the Knights of Ren are like, yeah, like a battle priest. They were just. Basically, they were like religious people. Like you cannot say the word battle priest enough. <laughs> battle <laughs> priest. How about, how about just crusaders, eh? Yeah, that's basically what I'm getting yeah. at. I just mean like holy crusaders, holy warriors. Like He's a paladin or a crusader. But battle priest, was this something you, you call them battle? Oh my I don't god. Know you do. Call them battle mages. They are actually. Look it up. No. <laughs> Yeah, well, fuck you. <laughs> well, that'd be rad if Battle Priest were a toy and it became super popular. And much like when the Transformers came out, there was, um, you know, like the GoBots, the, the oh, off-brand. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, then, and then so they came out with like, we're the Marauder Monks. <laughs> War and, Vickers. And, and, it's a, and it's like your mum gives you it and it's just like, they got mm. it from Dimmy something. Mm. Oh, here, it's a Marauder Monk. Fuck. I was trying to convince your friends. You're like, no, it's just one from like like, it's a new from the UK. You don't know it. You haven't seen it yet. It's still cool. Maybe it's not a legit (laughs) battle priest. Fuck off. (laughs) I met I met uh, a comedian friend of mine. um, Actually, reckons GoBots is better than Transformers. I've heard that. I've heard that. I couldn't care either way, but I've heard that. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's robots fighting, guys. I love the 86 movie and that's about all. Who gives a shit? What do do you... Why are you on this podcast? What do (laughs) you care care about? about? I want to say Sasquatches. Uh, Home Alone 1 and 2. And 5. And and 5 and the works of Tim Allen. (laughs) (laughs) These are the things I love. (laughs) Wild Hogs. What a film. No, but the Santa Claus 1 and 2. Good. All right. My my guess that you're an absolute fuckwit. Spot on. Yep. Correct. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) <laughs> but um, they could yes, potentially so yes, so the be... the Knights of Ren could be paladins or yes. battle priests. Um, oh! <laughs> so, yeah, I reckon they could be a faction of the First Order. It's a chance. <laughs> this small team. The worst part is that they were actually called battle priests. Oh, God! But you're mocking me like I made it up. <laughs> anyway... Yes. Carry on. <laughs> so we've got the uh, uh, paladins. I'm going to call them that because that's a much better better word. Um, so like the more, more the you. mystical religious 
uh, knights, the yeah. sort of crusaders, and then sort of um, being, yeah, that kind of crazy zealot uh, fighting for the emperor. And if if the if the like laws in quotation mark of of the force is a bit more lax, so it's like, all right, you can use some force. Why not? You can use your force. We don't care. Like if they got rid of that rule of two, which I'm hoping they've gotten rid of. Mm. No, but that's not a rule of the force. Oh, I know it's a that's rule a of rule Sith. of the Sith. Yeah. So and hopefully they've gotten. But, but no, them. but like we're not like. <clears throat> I think the Knights of Ren, they're like this. They're like, you know, the force is dope. Yeah, but like these, the Jedi and the Sith, nah, they they had it wrong. Uh, yeah, so we're, like a third faction. Yeah, oh, that's cool. <gasps> Grey Jedi's. Uh, <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite, my favorite. and his Grey Jedi's. <sighs> we cool if they just got away with? I mean, people would fucking scream, but like, fuck Jedi and Sith. Don't even worry about it. Let's explore new avenues of the Force. I'd be interested in that. Well, that's what maybe potentially the, the Knights of Renown. That'd be super cool. Yeah, I think that's what they are. And that is awesome. If they but are, I mean, like, if they overall, like, if they're like, look, that was a thing of the past. Jedi, Sith, it happened. There yeah. are still some people who hold to that way of thinking about the Force. But, like, are, are, like, aren't there, like, within the expanded universe, thousands of different ways of, like, people using the Force and experiencing the Force and, like, the way they kind of, like, treat it in their society. Like, yeah. Jedi's and Sith is just one yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, was, an there was, like, witches and all that sort of stuff yeah. and, and so Night Sisters. very cool if it was, like, yeah, like, the, the, the Knights of Ren, they're just being, like, yeah, we use the Force and we worship Vader and that kind of stuff. But, like, the that whole Sith rule, too, that was, like, just because... Someone went. Darth Bane. Yeah, we're just doing that from oh. now from now on. Yeah, it's <laughs> he just laid down the law. <laughs> this is the case. So I think that would be very cool if they were just no, nah, we're we're just we could use a little bit of force. Maybe they're not like amazing. Maybe none of them are using force lightning or that kind of shit. Or maybe a few of them have varying degrees That'd of their ability cool. to use the force. And that would be very cool if we have a, at least a decent supporting cast of villains that aren't just stormtroopers, mm. but are still somewhat cannon fodder. Yeah. Mm. That'd be sick. And then you could kind of see like uh, uh, Ray and Finn and all them, like the, 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 what are they called now? They're not the Rebel Alliance. The They're, Resistance. The Resistance, like going up against what is in a sense a bunch of, you know, level one Jedis. Or level one Sith users. That would be cool. Who are just like, they've got lightsabers and maybe a little bit of force, but mm. they, they can still get their ass handed to them by well, these guys. The interesting thing about the how the rebellion's called the resistance now. So you would assume, especially after, um, you know, at the Battle of Jakku, mm. that the rebellion was doing pretty good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And the New Republic, whatever they're going to call it. But... Why? What are they resisting? Like, so has like is the resistance? Have they been fighting the first order mm. for well, a like, while? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Like, y- yeah, because you would assume that the empire was done. Like, what? What? What are you? Because so, the empire is done. Is the again. battle of Jakku has been like, yeah, emperor being the empire being like, whoop, we're off, and that just being done away with in the first order. Like, you think it's the New Republic going to take over, but then it's like the first order. We've got more We've got more manpower. Our politicians are better, or blah, 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 blah. They come in and then they just take over like a small faction of what the Emperor wa- Empire was, and now it's the yeah, first cause order. Because I would, like, That'd be cool. if it wasn't called the Resistance, mm. judging by the previews, I would say that this force of the first order was in secret 
Mm. and was about to sort of reveal themselves. Oh, okay. But the fact that it's called the resistance means mm. that they've been resisting against something for quite some time. Yeah, and the yeah. fact that they're at that, you know, resistance base. Yeah. Which um, I actually visited this year. Oh, cool. That's awesome. In um, Greenham Common in, in uh, the UK. It was quite exciting and weird to go some like it's like i haven't seen this in film yet but i'm here but i've seen the teaser and it's the, it, it was very exciting like it was <laughs> it was especially when you're an absolute dribbling star wars loving fool it was um and you just like there's people just like it's their jogging track <laughs> and i'm there taking 800 photos and podcasting at the same time like going so, so what good. we're seeing now and the guy that took me there this is the, a rad story and this is the proper way. Yeah. I, I was so proud of him. He heard, you know, it got broken that um, they were filming Star Wars there because of like the drone. No, not the drone. The um, A guy was just taking aerial photography. Like he was, he, he was an aerial photographer. Oh, yeah. And he got a new camera. So he just went up to test it out. Oh, that's... Because he had this big shoot like a couple of days yeah, later. Yeah, And so, um, so he landed... And then, two, I think it was a day or two later, he started looking through the photos <laughs> and just went, called out to his son and goes, come in here. Like, what? Such a fucking cool, like a movie moment. Just like, son, you better come in here. It's the Millennium Falcon. Like, Holy and that's how dude. the news broke. Yeah. Wow. But um, so that, you know, obviously it's on the radio and stuff. And, yeah. and this guy... Um, is like at work, he lives near there and hears it on the radio. And I said, oh, what did you do? And I was sort of like, sometimes I like, like, I don't know. It's just like, for me, that'd be like, oh my God. Yeah. And I, I sort of thought he'd be like, yeah, I, I thought I'd go yeah, check it out on the weekend. Him and his friend left work. <laughs> Without telling anyone, <laughs> they Good. just let like they just ran to their cars <laughs> and drove there. And I was just like, "I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. the right thing to do." Correct. And um, I said, Did "You get in trouble." And I said, "When I explained what happened, they understood." <laughs> I'm a very big Star Wars fan, and um, yeah, so it was yeah thrilling. Yeah. But it is like it's just like a running like a <laughs> that's so crazy. Yeah, it's just a running track. Um, but yeah, how th- so obviously there's a war going on. Um, so I'm just wondering if, if the whole galaxy is in almost disrepair, like as in, in, in a state of just no one knows what's going on. It's kind of like a, the whole galaxy is basically a chicken running around with its head cut off because there's no one in power. And because you think about, all right, so the, the empire ruled with an iron fist for how long? Like 30, no, 20 odd years. And so you get rid of the emperor there is the battle of uh yeah everyone being like the the whole empire being like ah fuck who gives a shit anymore so clearly there must be some sort of level of disarray and and wondering if it has even got any order or if it's because it's so unorganized and everyone's doing their own thing that's when the first order coming back and being like no we are starting order again. This is, oh, you know, yeah. what we're doing. This is what we're about. Where this is just chaos. We're trying to recreate a more unified army or unified galaxy. The other thing is that I think all the like 
the planets that we're visiting seem like they're outer rim planets. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? They're not like bustling civilizations. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's so, what's true. happening they're in the backwards. middle? Yeah, what's happening? Like, yeah. Coruscant. What's going on there? Yeah. Good bloody questions. I've got questions this bloody episode. I know. I've got questions this goddamn bloody movie. I thought it was going to happen, Jack. I thought it was going to happen. It's exciting. It really is. But what do you want to happen at the end? What do you think would be like, what's going to make us come out of the cinema fulfilled? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and if we do come out of the cinema fulfilled. Yep. JJ Abrams, I owe you whatever you want from me. <laughs> However you want to use my body. What I'll suck your dick Go out, nuts, yeah? JJ. Go nuts. Go nuts. Jabrams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What would what would fulfill me? Yeah, go my nuts. It's fine. Um, I reckon if they kill off Han, oh, oh, that'd do me good. That'd do me good. Like if they kill off Han or Chewie. How do you mean it would do you good? Like I would love. I that. just think it'd be like, great. I think that'd be a great. I just think it's it's there's there's this. I love the idea in a film of like killing that that sacred cow. All right, yeah. you know what I mean. So just say they killed Han. Yeah. Yep. And I'm not sure how I'd deal with that, <laughs> especially after this week. Mm. Like, I'm not sure. I, I interviewed Han Solo yeah, this yeah, week, yeah. Harrison Ford, and I like so I, it was it was a really weird thing because it was on a red carpet thing and mm. it was under a lot of like it's you know for national TV yeah, and yeah. it's it's like just that. It's, you know, you're here to do something for national television. Yeah. That's a pressure cooker with all these different yeah, variables. Sure. And then it's like, and you're about to ask some questions of a dude who's a notorious bad interview. Seems like he's in a good mood lately, but he's just at the end of two days mm. of being asked, what was it like to be Han Solo again? Great, mate. It's fucking great. <laughs> and <laughs> he, came, he came up... <laughs> and um, laughed at my t-shirt again, steelwars.com. And I asked him the first question and I um, I just looked at him and it was such a, like, like I was under a lot of thing because it also, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's like a, you know, someone's, you know, it's a, it's a you know, whenever I do stuff for this, this Studio 10 show, it's like, you know, thank you so much for having faith in me mm-hmm. that I should be in show business. Thank you very much. I will do my best. Um, I love the television. It's a pleasure to be inside it. Mm-hmm. And, but also, I, 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 it's quite hard to think of someone more intimidating for me to talk oh, to. Oh, man. <sighs> yeah. Like, like, Carrie Fish is just hilarious. Um, I, 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 I'd say, and, and, and Mark Hamill is just a sweetheart. No. No, he is. He's no, so. Hey, no, I've listened I, I to a lot of interviews. That makes yes. a lot of sense. And he, yeah. he just sounds like such a sweetheart. Such yeah. a lovely man. And you know, maybe George Lucas. I'd say Harrison Ford and Jerry Seinfeld would be the two most people I'd be like intimidated by. Um, basically, because they've you know mm. given me so much, but also seem like aloof mm. to the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. But um. Yeah, so like, so I'm talking to him, and you know, there's cameras around and and stuff. And I looked into his dreamy blue eyes as yeah, he was talking dreamy. to me, and I was just like, "Oh my god, 
Harrison Ford is just savor this. Look at his face and remember his face. <laughs> how beautiful his face is and how crystal blue his eyes are. <laughs> and it was funny because it was on a um a big screen for the event. Yeah. So the the screen like so the camera was just on him for like because they had the screen like the big projection like Titantron whatever. Oh, my little cat. Your cat is just like he's in, the, in your suitcase, coughing up a hairball. No, don't do it in the suitcase. <laughs> just looks like it's sneezing. <laughs> no, it's just having sneeze. a sneeze. Have a little sneeze. What is like going on, cat? But chill out. To think that that man, <laughs> yeah, like his character of Han Solo is going to die. Like I think, <laughs> like I, I, I've thought about it, and. Because, you know, we're doing the podcast straight... We're doing, like, the big live podcast mm. straight after. And I was just like, what... How would Han's death... Like, it's going to be such... Like, I know the vibe before the screening is going to be so... Mm. Like, like unlike mm. anything. And I've, I've told people that aren't even, you know, that into Star Wars. and You know, they're just casual fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, you have to get tickets to this thing because this is a... This is a lunar eclipse yeah. of... Like pop culture events, this will never, it'll never bubble over. You know, we've got so many more Star Wars films, yeah, exactly. yeah. but this is the first one of the of the next generation. Mm. It'll, it'll never be like this. This is it. Like yeah. this is, like you know, much like fans from '77 say, "Oh, back then with the lines and stuff." Like this is that. this generation's time yeah, yeah. to tell people when you know Star Wars '27's out, just mm. like, oh. Seven, that was the one, man. You had to be there for seven, you know. Yeah, yeah. That was the one. But I wonder how that, if he did die, how that would affect the tone of the podcast afterwards. Yeah, right. Like, Jeremy, because these are people <clears throat> that have have like a deep investment. You know, people flying around from, yeah. you know, all around Australia to go to this thing and how that would. And here's the thing you guys are pro death. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, I've just in yeah, just as in my basic life. <laughs> okay. I feel like I feel like to make these guys happy, I should die at the end of this podcast. <laughs> oh, imagine like oh god, damn, imagine getting hit by a truck tomorrow <laughs> and just missing <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> <seven. laughs> Fuck, I'd be so mad. That'd be so funny. <laughs> mad oh. myself and the truck driver. Um, <laughs> how should how this is the question. Hmm. Would his death be a in Millennium Falcon explosion, mm. or he just got shot mm. and and we see his final breaths? Is it an explosion and we know he's inside? No, no, no. no. I, I, want, a- I almost want like it almost to be unceremonious. I know this this won't ever happen because of course it won't. But I would love it to just be him even mid sentence and he just gets sniped by um Gwendolyn Christie's character. Something like that. Just to be almost like it comes almost at like a, a false victory. Like that's uh what's it called? The Fyric Fyric victory or whatever it's called, like P S H Oh no, yeah, I don't know the one you mean. Oh I, that word. I'm I just for everyone <laughs> listening, I, I I'm my hand like I'm the the thought of that happening. Nah, I, 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 I honestly don't think the audience can handle it. I, I don't think so either, but I th- I would love... Like, I personally... Probably in the moment, I would just be beside myself. But thinking of it in terms of what it would 
do for the franchise and what it would do for sort of storytelling. And like, I, I always think in film and cinema, death can be... A lot of death in cinema I don't think is handled very well. And I, I, I always hate the one where it's like someone gets stabbed and it's their mortal wound and then they're like, oh, by the way, I need to tell Or even you, like, oh, I sick, have, I've been stabbed. That means i got some time to yeah, and they kind have of a are, heartfelt goodbye with yeah, everyone. Sweet. Like, <laughs> the tenant Doctor Who, you know, he, he realises he's dying, so he says his last goodbye to everyone. Like that. I mean, it was lovely to see, but oh, at the same time, kind yeah. of wanky. But however, a, a final breath telling the now exposed Jedi... Mm. You know, force powerful mm. Ray, may the force be with you. Fuck, come on. So, see, I love that. But but I hate it. Time. I hate it so much. Exactly. No, I would be like, what are you doing? What like, are you I doing? would just love a, to be like, just or like even just be. Yeah, but, oh, he's just like, he's about to say something. He's about to get back on the ship, whatever. They've won the victory of like the battle, whatever. He turns to Ray and he's just like, may the force spang. Yeah. Dead. But you have to say. Old age. Fucking. That's what I wanted to die <laughs> It's just like they get back in the ship. They're like, "Where's Ham?" They're like, "Hey, pass." <laughs> so oh, and they're like, "He was old." <laughs> I feel like you guys are mocking my lifestyle. Now. That would just be the most like everyone would be so unhappy. <laughs> just, oh well. It was no, I, the, the I was, funerals in a, in a week. It's, I would just love if it was just like if he if he got shot on the like. May the force be with you, and he just didn't finish it. Like, may the foot bang. Like, just, just gone. And, like, Chewie's there, gets, like, blood on his fur. Everyone's freaking out. And then Luke comes out of retirement. That's what I would love the end to be. I would love if they didn't find Luke. Yeah. Or if they did find Luke, it's, like, in the third act. I would like, like if they I, found I, out and, where and, Luke was, but not Luke himself. Yeah. They're like, and, oh, and Luke's potentially in the, this system. Like Luke's not Sick, doing much. You go. And I, like I, the I, final frame he, is Luke just igniting his lightsaber, being like, motherfucker, it's on. Here's another thing which I, don't know, I, I think it's kind of, and I'm not sure how the story could serve it, but the it would be, it would be a shame mm. not to have them, the three of them reunited again. Mm, you're right, it would be. But then you want to save that because otherwise but, what... what, what you know, but yeah, but time. you're killing him. I know. Well, they're I all going to, like, it's going to be an open casket. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to be oh, like, God. Solely the missed. only time that the three original cast members were together <laughs> was in Han's funeral in episode But say eight. he survived, because I think realistically yeah. he will. I don't think anybody's going to die. Because you wouldn't, in the trailer, have them be like, Chewie, we're home. And then just be like, and also not for very long, because he <laughs> dies soon. So they'll all get together. But I think you would want to save that, like, because you've, you've already got all, like, the the excitement of the first mm. one coming but, out. Could you imagine someone telling Luke Han is dead? Oh. And just the devastation that Luke will have to Don't go through. Get me wrong, Sam. It, that because would tickle like, my dick hole like Because like crazy. Luke would be like, I never I had all these things I didn't I wanted to say to him, but I was like this self-imposed exile and I didn't oh. and now he's gone. Oh fuck, I would eat that up. See, that's a good catalyst. That's a good <sighs> catalyst for Luke to do business. But it's not gonna happen. Or if Leia got shot. Yeah, no, because you got to give Leia a chance to do no, something. Because Leia mm. now kind of has a chance to do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Plus, her like new outfit is super like. That's true. She's she what looks like she's Chewy? ready for acrobatic. What yeah, if kill we, Chewie? What if we kill Chewie? Okay, I. <laughs> the the thing against killing Han is like like when you talk about the real world, mm. in you know Disney investment in the film to like, you know to 
to like that is a a big risk. Oh, mm. for sure. Like you know, financially, I, I think Chewie's pretty safe for this reason: is that he can live for ever in the films. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? Like, he's the one non-robotic character mm. that you can have in Star Wars Episode Eleven. Yep. Yeah. Because of the true. way the you know, even though it won't be Peter Mayhew, mm. you could still have him as an ongoing character. So, I think Chewie's pretty safe. I also feel like if you kill Chewie, you know, like you kill a dog in a movie, everybody gets real upset. Yeah, yeah, I feel like yeah. you might get the same thing with Chewie. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like I'm making a quip. I'm not. I just genuinely think no, people would I feel agree. the same kind of like. Chewie was so innocent. Yeah, it's kind of like like you know yeah, what he's, I mean. He's that he's that Groot. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, exactly. Mm. Because he, he he speaks in yells. You, you sort of you never assume Chewie him. has flaws. Yeah. You know well, that's like my on him. Like that's want. like you know, my I've got this little Ewok Persian cat. Yeah. He looks like a little Ewok, and you know he's my best little buddy because we've never had an argument. He's never said anything yeah. retarded to exactly. me before. Yeah. Like, so yeah, Chewie is like that. The same sort of thing. So. I would be disappointed if one of the big three doesn't die because I think this film almost needs it to be like this isn't a continuation of the original trilogy. This isn't, you know, what you think it's going to be and this is what's going to happen. And I know it can't be Luke because Luke's being like, I'm in number eight. But that's going to be It can't be Luke, right? Because of that. can't be Han because... Could... No, Luke, Luke... Luke is um you forgetting about the old um Force Ghost. Jedi Ghosts. Oh, that's very you true. Force Ghost. Force Ghost. No, nah, but see it's still a super dick move to be like we're looking for Luke. We found Luke and he's, he's dead. dead. <laughs> Shit. Damn, he's been dead for years. That's kind of ghost. like a bit of yeah. a cop out. I, uh, I think it's probably going to be Leia, sadly. Hope they don't. Nah. That's what I put my money on. I don't, I don't Leia think Leia shot to the head. I don't think she's going to be in the line of fire. Yeah, mm. Probably not, realistically. Um, More of a diplomat role. What about... This is what... This is the... Thi- this is the thing. Okay. And I'm not sure we're going to get it, but I have a hard time thinking that if this happens, I won't love the film. Like, it doesn't matter what else happens. Yeah, okay. And... That is if Luke Skywalker cracks open his green lightsaber. Mm. Like I just want, like, I, like that's what I reckon. The almost like the 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 final third of the film, or at least if not the final frame, is when they find Luke. Or if there's like now nah, Luke's coming back, and yeah, he's like, all right, and then the lightsaber. Okay, green. I I sort of have to. I I don't think the way you're saying mm. the final frame will be him with his lightsaber because. Star Wars films don't end like that. Yeah, they point. end with like a a zoomed back thing of family shots. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah of, family of like shots. of like there's stuff to come. We're pausing to like contemplate what's happening next. Everybody's gathered together to look out a window. Good point. So maybe even just yeah, at some point, Luke is less like. Vroom. Yeah, like even that like hell, just like have that as the opening of the second one, just like. Like darkness, and then just a and there's the green thing and again. That's like, not how Star Wars films start. Well, after the bloody and it's scroll, got it's got to scroll down and then or it goes up, down, and then it's got to show a, then a ship. He does it. Yes, it's a big ship. They're like, good, sorted that. Go down to the planet. Just don't ruin my movies, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I think fun. there will definitely be. I think there'd have to be a bit where either Luke is being out of retirement or whatever, and that might be part of Luke's arc. Is that he maybe doesn't want to pick up a lightsaber 
or something like that. And then eventually, yeah, he will be forced to act. What is making him act? I don't know. Hang on. There's some other characters that we could kill off and no one would care. C-3PO. Oh, yes. Attack of the Clones really <laughs> wore me out for C-3PO. Like, off, I don't think anybody wants Fuck him off. C-3PO anymore. Like, yeah? who in the world is craving more C-3PO? And R2-D2. R2-D2. Whatever. No. We've got we got someone the, else. The new what? One. what? What What did you say? We've got, like, the, the new one. BB-8. No, no. R2-D2 is forever. Yeah. You but can't kill, like... Uh, nah. No. no. <laughs> but we can kill C-3PO? You giving us that one? Yeah. Thumbs yeah. up to killing C- <laughs> yeah, C- C-3PO. Yeah, Okay, I, I, I have no... Like, I hope they uh, just unceremoniously push him off a cliff. The prequels did him no favours whatsoever. Like, like, he was never great, and then they just... <sighs> nah, he had some good... He was great, like... The chance of... Like, he's, a, he's a straight man. Yeah. And in, in Jabba's Palace, he was oh, killing it. Yeah. Very funny. <laughs> He's on what fire about, in Jabba's Palace. What about Palace when he was the, the god of the Ewoks? Yeah. yeah. He okay. didn't even yeah. know. Point. He no, didn't know he had it wrong. in him. He, was he didn't know he had it in him. Champion exactly. of, the, of the original trilogy. That pissed me off when I was a little kid. Like, you know, when I watched Jedi when I was like four or something, the fact that he took credit for the floating chair and he said, I didn't know how to in him. I'm like, I was a little kid going, it was Luke. Luke did it, <laughs> not you. It was Luke. <laughs> you Don't take credit. <laughs> really annoyed me. No, but fair enough. Yeah, well, you, could, think he is? you could definitely kill C three PO. No one would really bat an eyelid. But that's doing? the thing. It's also you like the, 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 the thing of like kill. It's like what's even the point of killing him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't appear he's in like, the. F- he's not in the film at all. They yeah. just like quick like like a smash cut to C three PO just being pushed into a tip. Smash, smash cut, cut back. back. <laughs> Good. Sorted. But um, but that's even like in, in Revenge of the Sith, he, he's barely in it. Mm. Yeah. Like, but that end bit where, like, in Attack of the Clones, where he lost his like the fact that <coughs> oh, yeah. a, a battle droid's head is perfectly compatible for no like just just if it's just near a like what I know. D- does that imply that like in the world I've, of Star Wars, all the droids it's like mix and match? I've just got like, I've got iPhone plugs that don't work in my <laughs> iPhone. Yeah, strange. <laughs> Ridiculous. So be, yeah, I, I think I still I, I'm still on team. Sorry, I'm sorry, Steel, but I think killing killing Han would be really like give that emotional gut punch that a first act, like particularly of a new trilogy, might need. Yeah, I or, yeah or maybe I, I just think I I, 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 I I'm I'm just worried like from like personally like like I before this week it would have been like I would have bowled yeah but like. After seeing those blue eyes, <laughs> you don't understand. You don't understand, just like how it, they are? huh? Just how beautiful those eyes are, and just mes- like people are movie stars for mm. a reason. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They are mesmerizing, yeah. charismatic people. And when you like, I can't understand the feelings. I was, it was insane. <laughs> it was like he did have Jedi. Like it was like right. I was just like. <laughs> It was insane. It's just like, oh, it was it was the bizarrest thing ever. But it would make it yeah, a lot more emotional for yeah, some yeah. for some bizarre reason. So that was what I would love. I would love the emotional gut punch and I would love for that to be maybe the catalyst for maybe they, they don't even find Luke. Maybe that's the whole point is that they're searching for him, they don't find him, but then that's when Luke finds that out and that's why they, that's the catalyst for Luke to kind of be a big well, bad, find them. Yeah, to find them and be a big yeah. bad role in episode eight. My That's yeah, what I want. My yeah, so my 
you guys. I, I don't want to pin the whole film on it, mm. but I, I I do dearly wish and and hope I get to see him have the green lightsaber. Yeah. My favorite scene in all the films is when the green lightsaber is revealed when he says. Um, Goes to Jabba. He's on the mm. sail barge about to get chucked in. And he goes, hey, um, how about you let us go? Otherwise, I'm going to have to kill everyone. And Jabba's like, rah, ha, 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 ha. And, he's, and Luke's just like, all right then, dude. I fully gave you a warning. <laughs> Here we go. Um, R2. R2. Fling us over that lightsaber. I'll do a sweet little backflip and I'll kill. Like, I just love I love that whole thing of like going, I'm, you know, mm. I'm, I'll, I'll do this. So here's your last shot. I'm, I'm just putting it all out there. Giving you a chance. Yeah, yeah, Giving yeah. you a shot. Like I, I love, I love that so much. So, I um, there's a bit of a cat attack going on. The um, for him to light up the lightsaber for whatever reason would be great. For him mm. to come in in the last five minutes and save the day would, for someone that's been waiting to see what happened yes. after Return of the Jedi for thirty two years, would be. It'd be so good. It would be just. I would cry. I'm I'm just, crying, just, theorizing just em- about just it. Just emotionally, I'd be like, "This is beautiful." Like, and when in in the original Star Wars, when it was first screened in theaters, mm. when Han Solo came back and and saved Luke and said, "You've got you know you're all clear, kid." Yeah. Mm. Like the audience cheered. <clears throat> And to have Luke come back on, you know, Thursday morning yeah, yeah. at, it would probably be about 12.05, no, sorry, 2.05 in the morning. Mm-hmm. To have him come back and save the day, that audience reaction, okay, fuck. So how's this for a scenario? Han is about to get shot. Okay, they're in like a piece of, they're in like a, a situation where they're, 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 they're done. And I should, I'll just before you finish, yeah. I should butt in that, the amazing thing about this film is is that unlike other films when we've got our main heroes, we are going to be on tender hooks for mm. the film for Han's life. Yeah, that's true. Which so, is great. So you have that. So at the very, like, they, maybe they've, they've, they've fucked up. This is like they're, they're in change or they're about to die. They've really, the, the mission that they were going to the big bad, this is it. This is it. And they're almost about to die. And then from out of nowhere, force push someone. Luke comes out. Lightsaber is like, don't worry, I got your back, kid. And then we have the action sequence. And then, would you just die then and there, or just be just like, I oh, just can't deal with this? Just black out. <laughs> I oh, would. No, you'd miss it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I sort of like, I don't know. Like, like Star Wars is such a like. I sort of really free myself to it, and mm. and that's sort of like. It's weird. It's like compared to other stuff. I feel like I'm. Like I'm a happier person talking. Not, I, I, I don't know. There's something about it that frees me of cynicism. Yeah. But if that happens, and I, I don't like to like, like predict mm. what I like. I don't want to like force things. Like you know, people do those reaction videos when they're getting yeah. filmed, and it, you sort of feel like there's a bit of a a show going on. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's a much more natural reaction to just. Like, like the the audio, mm. and I can guarantee. Like, I sat next to my producer from Studio Ten for the nine minute preview, mm. and he said, 
Oh my God, Steel, you were loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. And um, but if like for him to come in at the last minute and mm. save the day, like for this for 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 like the screening I'm going to anyway, which is sort of like the you know the fan club slash mm. the the my pod the Steel Wars <clears throat> podcast midnight screening, I I just imagine like. The whole theater standing and mm. riots, like, like just cheering, and because yeah. um, I, I sort of think the first screening, like for this one anyway, is like I definitely think I'm gonna like, and a lot of people in the audience gonna miss a lot. I think it's gonna be more of a just letting it all wash over you, kind of yeah, thing. and a bit of a party and yeah. stuff. Um, you know, these people that are like, oh, I'm gonna go when it's not so. It's just like it's not a you're you're missing. Star Wars is a really good movie and a great franchise, but it's the fans that made it into like, what is like, like what it is, and mm-hmm. and without the fans, that it wouldn't even be back. It would never come back after the nineties. Mm-hmm. It was dead. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it was just the fan support for 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 when they relaunched the books in the early nineties, the the Zahn trilogy, and then the Dark Horse comics. Mm. That's what like. It was a fan-supported comeback, mm. um, and to miss out on seeing it in those opening few days is just to like I again like even if you've never seen a Star Wars, just go there and just see people be happy and well, exactly. Like this is like I don't think there's ever going to be as you said, we said before, like literally anything like this to come. Or what we've seen sort of before. Like, we didn't have this sort of same level of excitement for The Phantom Menace. And that definitely died with, with you know, episodes two and three. Mm. And nothing coming out in the next foreseeable future, I think, is going to have the same sort of oh, no, I, I, impact. It will never happen again. Like, it, this is it. Like, the, it will never... Like and this it, is a big... Mo- like, it's, it's a monumentous occasion for pop culture. Mm. And especially the way entertainment sort of... You know, like video, like it's sort of, you know, so fragmented and stuff and and it's so easy just to wait mm. for the, the download to come out and stuff like that. Yeah. It, this is like, this is seriously it. Yeah, like no one's going to give it really, no one's going to give this much of a shit about like Avengers 3. Not. No one's going to care this much about X-Men Apocalypse. If they made like another Tolkien film, again, same kind of concept. No one's going to be caring this much. But what if? Go on. This trilogy is as bad or worse than the prequels, <laughs> and then they're like, "All right, yeah, a new set." Okay, then we'd have like the trepidation of the last six films being trash, and be like, "Okay, for me once, <laughs> on you." It's kind of got like the, the next, like you know, the next generation's JJ Abrams being yeah. like, "Look, I know we've done some things in the past." <laughs> For some reason, keep a couple of missteps. Mistakes were made <laughs> over several decades. <laughs> but we're going to fix it. Do you reckon there'd be enough good... I reckon there'd be enough goodwill for oh, them. Yeah. Be like, Holy shit. They would be. That was like, as you were saying that, you were making me so angry. And then I was like, I oh, know, that's actually pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think even if they were like, okay, we're trying again after six trash films. There's that because that's the thing about Star Wars that it's like Man. enduring. Yeah, I, there would still be people. It's almost who, like the like the, the like Eddie Murphy effect. 
Like, because of Raw and Delirious that he made in, like, the 80s, we will forgive him and give him so yeah. many chances. Uh, I don't... I don't like it when he dresses up as a woman, but I love him when he was a homophobe. Right? <laughs> but we, we, he, he had so much goodwill for those two stand-up specials. That we're like, I reckon what else we could forgive another no, terrible heist. trilogy. Sorry? I think we could forgive another <laughs> terrible trilogy. If nah. this trilogy is appalling and the next Ooh. one comes out, we'll see it. I, I, Tell I, me when we're like 60, we're not going to be like... Alright, let's do a podcast <laughs> or a cube cast or whatever we're doing in the future. The, um, an um, iMelb. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I picture if this film sucks, hmm. riots at Disneyland. We've got somewhere that we can really do some damage oh, to. Yeah. Exactly. Imagine breaking plus, a roller coaster. Plus, if this movie is bad, it's just going to. They're going to cancel Rogue One. Oh man! They're probably going to cancel the like the. Oh. No, they're not because like like it's yeah, they like, sold your own. like like they sold you on with the prequels. Like shit, Star Wars films are very profitable. Good point. Mm. Good point. But I don't know. They've they've like they've worked so hard. Like, what more do you want? Like mm. in the lead up, what more do you want mm. to give you confidence? Oh, exactly. Yeah. Like I I have nothing but like I was. Tre- trepidatious is, the, is that a word? Maybe, sure. yeah. It's very trepidatious because, again, I don't want to have that level of excitement crushed. But the more I talk about them, like this, the trailers that I've seen, and it's just like I can't help but be excited for them. And so I'm going into it Wednesday night slash Thursday morning, and I, I, I don't think I'm going to have a bad time. And even the, if, even if this ends up being another Phantom Menace, I, I think I will be. Like those people at the end of like, what did you think of the Phantom Menace? It was the greatest movie ever. And I think because we're seeing it with a bunch of people at a midnight screening, in that environment, and because we've been looking forward to this for so long, I think no matter what it is, I'm probably going to love it. And I'm going to be surprised. And I'm because I don't know anything about this storyline. To the point where I don't even like even the speculations. Like I don't really even really care about speculating because I'm like I just want to be, which is weird. Because what have you like, been doing for the past like two hours? Two hours, <laughs> yeah. Because I can see this movie Fuck. almost like as as a film in of itself. Like I, I almost with with childlike wonder. Like I don't know what's going to happen next, and that's great. That's super rare. These and that is super well. rare. Like. Fucking Civil War, um, uh, Captain America Civil War. I know pretty much what's going to happen there. Mm. Um, again, Batman versus Superman. How I do you know, know? what's going to happen? Because you can just see from the <laughs> you trailers. Can see, like, you can kind of deduce what's going to happen. Iron Man and, ba- and uh, Captain America are going to have a fight. Then they're going to... Well, probably America, Captain America's probably going to die and Bucky and or Falcon will take up the mantle of Captain America. Go. And then we'll probably see Captain America again in Infinite Wars. If that happens... Good, like I guess, but it wouldn't surprise me. What do you mean? It will be like a new Captain America, or yeah, he probably. will come back? Like, like bu- Bucky, uh, as in, as in um, Steve Rogers will come back in Infinite Wars. He'll be like, gem. "Hey, I'm back as Captain America. I've been away. I'm because back." Because of the reality gem or some shit. It's like not, that. It'll be trash. Whatever. <laughs> oh, you really think that might happen? Yeah. yeah. Like I, I really think that Captain America is going to get shot by crossbones uh, if they're kind of using the same stuff from the source material. Um, and Bucky and or Falcon because again not just because of the storylines but also because I know the contracts of certain actors are sort of finishing up mm. and they're sort of arguing and all that kind of crap is happening behind the scenes 
But I really think either Bucky and or Falcon is going to pick up because the Marvel has been like, hey, here's the next sixteen films we're going to do yeah. till like twenty forty eight or whatever <laughs> the fucking shit. You're just like, oh, I can see the plot, like the trajectory. Ah, because see, someone that's like, yeah, again, I'm just a film yeah, guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like with those two teams, I'm mm. just like, like. I can't imagine what's going to happen out of this. Mm. Like, who's going to win? Like, and... But see, know, I think I've seen enough Marvel films that I'm like, nobody's going to win. Yeah, I... I'm like, I, nobody's going to be in charge. In the end, we're just going to be at the same weird stalemate that Marvel films exist in. And I'm also, with the Marvel films, I'm sort of beginning to just be like... Oh, who cares? Like, like, oh. Yeah, it's sort of just like, oh, a few of these have... Like, yeah. they, they had like a, such an A-level score for a while. And then Age of Ultron, Age and of everything Ultron. was like... Weirdly, made like I was like, Marvel can do nothing wrong. Age of Ultron, it's trash. Marvel's trash. Mm. I went from just like a spat on a dime, and I'm very concerned about the whole Star Wars franchise because if they're going to do what Marvel are doing, which is like, hey, film every year, film every year, film every year, it's just dangerous. It is dangerous. That's like well, oversaturation. I, I think, but for a fan, like the the film every even though the other ones are Star Wars stories, mm. they're not as kind of in, integrally connected as the Marvel ones are. Like, is in like all the Marvel ones are like, hey, we're telling one story. Maybe. Yeah, it's not it's yeah. not a progressive storyline. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Which is why they're, they're, I'm more excited. They're actually they're you know like I guess when you look at it, they're all flashbacks. Mm. So you yeah. you're going back to. You know, the Death Star plans getting found in Rogue One and then you're going back to a young Han Solo um, and then possibly um, a young Boba Fett. I I kind of don't... With the Star Wars films, I don't really want that... I I don't want the, the, the standalone films really to tie in with each other. Yeah, that like yeah, I want I want the Star Wars saga to be where the tree branches out from. Yeah. Um, I, I, agree. I, I agree. Like I, I basically I don't want an Ant Man versus Falcon sort of situation in the Star mm. Wars films. Yeah. And it's it's, it's like, hard. Shoehorn this in. It's hard because, you know, like comic fans have sort of grown up with a different premise mm. of how things work. Mm. And and you know, Star Wars fans have sort of like it's the movies. They come out in sets of three. Yeah, there's a clear pattern. Um, and we don't, you know, we've never had anything else has been like in animated sort of form. Mm. So it's yeah, it's, it's 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 like, and I think as a fan, I like my fa- like my favorite thing. You know, maybe after this week it will be different. And the film will be amazing, <laughs> but I've had, you know, I've I've I've. You know, traveled around the world probably four times, sort of doing, you know, for various things, but podcasting on the way, going to these Star Wars events. Mm. And the the wait and the anticipation and, and, and the bring, like, there was a rumor uh, that, that got, thankfully, got quashed that they're going to show like a teaser for uh, Rogue One with The Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. And it's like, why? Mm. Like, like. You don't need to follow that pattern. You know, like, yeah. What, what are you going to achieve? Like, you don't like the spread out your excitement. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't like, you know, that's the the curse of someone that's born on Christmas Day mm. is that they've got it's double present. So, but it doesn't mean as much. No. And if you have your birthday, you know, a month later, it's great. And yeah. like, there's a something that um. You know the spreading out of the excitement, the trickling out, the 
you know, like it, it is is quite strange, like in the cycle of films where, you know, I, I guess around Easter, like March or April, we'll get like a the Blu-ray, like the film will come out and yeah. then we get to watch it all again. And like I don't like, or, or you know, and that's, you know, maybe a bit of an old school, mm. you know, that's how, you know, we, we, we were used to the three-year cycle. I don't like that idea of like that you know, the DVD's coming out and then I'm straight away, my focus is to turn to this film coming out and it will really lessen the impact of it. Well, exactly. We sort of become complacent. And it's sort of that thing of being like, oh, yes, it's just another Star Wars film. And to me to be going like when... I'm at that stage with Marvel, like, oh, it's just another Marvel film or it's just another Marvel series. Mm. And it's almost like... Like, for example, Jessica Jones, for example, it almost felt like a chore to watch. Like, I enjoyed it for what it was. I actually did really enjoy it. I think it's a uh, very strong... I heard that's been getting... People have been loving that. Yeah, they, they, yeah. they it's have. It's good, but it's like... Here's another Marvel yeah. thing to, to watch. To me, it was a very good... It was a very strong B+. Plus, but yeah. it had some room for improvement. But to me, it was like, okay, here's another Marvel thing I have to think. And that's, that's fine, I guess. And I don't ever really want that to happen with Star Wars because... You know, I think unlike one person in this room, again, being very big fans of this sort of series, it's like I want that excitement about this thing that I like. So I don't want to be just like, oh, it's another Star Wars film that's coming out this year. Great. And it's just sort of, Mm. I don't want that complacency. Well, here's the deal. Like last year for Comic-Con, you know, I you know, camped out overnight mm. to see the Force Awakens panel. And how it worked out was that my fiance wasn't be able to, wasn't going to be able to make it down because she, she works in LA. So she was going to be able to make it down the night before. Mm. And like, sort of like when the line was in full swing. Mm. So still a camp out, but I got there really early. And... I had met um, this one guy from a podcast called The Star Wars Underworld, this guy called Chris. I've met him once like the year before at Comic-Con because I listened to his podcast and I sort of, you know, we mm. just, you know, vague content on Twitter. Like last year I went up to him and said, hey, man, I like your podcast. He went, oh, cool, dude. And um, then I bumped into him and his little sister and his friend Dominic and they said, oh, we're going to find our other friends um, – these these Randy and Jason from making Star Wars.net and they're already in line and I said, Oh, yeah, I, like I got no one to line up with and like can we jump in? Can I I said, Oh, can I yeah. can I can I dag in? And so we all, you mm. know, spent and we became like great friends. Yeah, like right. I have like I you know, we're always interacting and stuff and we can't like when I'm in mm. America we'll catch up and it's if they pump them out so quickly like so comic-con's coming back up you know in july and then rogue one's there yeah and it's like are we excited enough to camp overnight no exactly like i want to be because as much as like for the lay person oh you lined up you lined up six hours and i i shouldn't even say it like that because it does sound insane to line up for that long i can't wait like mm. I could not wait, like like to line up this time, like like it would be like that'd be one of the best things of Comic Con is to get in line with those guys and 
record podcasts yeah, yeah. And, and go on missions and fuck around. It's like a little camp. Yeah, like, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? And to bring stuff out so quickly, that like reduces the... the the urge well, and the need to, to do that. You know what yeah. I mean? You become, complacent. like Sam was saying, you become complacent. You're like, yeah, another one. Like, are you, it's like getting fed candy, you know? <laughs> it's you're all, like, I'm not excited yeah. for the new candy because I know I'm getting candy. Again, using Star Wars, it's like the comic books of the Marvel release in early this year. It was kind of like, here they are, and I read a couple, I'm like, I'm not interested. And they just keep releasing, I think, like five or six, what it was, they least a, a Leia one, a, uh, an actual Star Wars one. A Vader one, fucking Can- Canan one or whatever it was. And it was yeah, they, like, I just, they, they're really so many. I was like, I just, I'm not going to read any of them. Yeah, they've got th- three, they, I think they normally have three run, long running ones and then they'll have separate, like another one that will run, like they'll mm. always have another like mini, se- like so there'll yeah. be a, like it was Leia, then it went to Lando and I think now it's Chewbacca. Okay. But yeah, it's that thing of yeah. The comic thing is different because I just think, like, if they were putting out bangers, I wouldn't mind. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But and I, 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 like, I sort of, I feel like, and it's you know a bit of a sucker thing where it's. But I sort of have to also read them so I know what's going on <laughs> mm. to like talk about in the podcast and stuff. Basically, I have to read them so I can tell people when it's fucked. <laughs> And it's so funny. Like with that lightsaber, there was this image in one of them where they were all sort of holding lightsabers. And I was a bit behind. I was like maybe a week behind and I Instagrammed it and I just went like Instagram that photo and I'm just like, Marvel, you're fucking pushing the friendship. And one of the listeners is like, I was wondering when you were going to start complaining about that. Like, <laughs> like they read it and they're like, Steel is going to hate this. And right you were. But yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting, you know, Star Wars is a unique property for both, you know, how fun it is, but also the backstory of how it was created and mm. the way, because George Lucas was able to, through um, the desperation of him getting the first film made, was able to keep yeah. the ownership because... Um, you know, 20th Century Fox essentially gave him more money and but took away his his payments. Yeah. But then and then didn't want like one of the negotiating things was sequel rights and merchandising. And they were just like, Well, why do you want do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. it's like why do you want sequel rights and, and merchandising to, <laughs> you know, someone's bizarre fan fiction or something? Like it's yeah. worth nothing. And it just happened to be the most, like, now, yeah, yeah it, it's more, you know, mm. worth more than the film. But, um, yeah, so I think we've been treated, you know, we've, we've, like, we've been privileged that it was in that little bubble, that non sort of stockholder bubble. Yeah. And now it is in, now it's like, now it is owned by stockholders and, like, you know, there is a thing about as fan friendly and how great a job they seem to have done with it all, but there is um the 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 IP needs to be exploited. Yes. And you know, like when if you you know at all follow professional wrestling, mm. um you know they've they've you know they're in a like a real lull at the moment because they, they put three hours out 
every Monday night and then they've got another two hours on a Thursday or a Friday, then they've got that and it's just too much. Yeah, like yeah. It, it's just like even and it is of a low quality because of that but it's also like if it's even if it was good do you have enough time to dedicate to watching exactly. like all this shit like you're essentially watching we are just human beings like a, mm. a, a lord of the rings film every yeah. fucking monday night like i don't like you know i'd you know if it was short and it was good i'd watch it well, exactly but it's not so I don't, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it when it's like WrestleMania or Royal Rumble. Yeah. Mm. And to think that there's a chance that Star Wars could fall into that oversaturation, even at a extended, like I'd hate to think that Rogue One would come out and I saw it once at the cinema. Yeah. See what I mean? It is, it's, and it's skirting that like, it might not be bad films, but the wishes might just be over um, too many, too films. many films. And like we're overexposed to them, mm. and I just I'm cautious, I'm wary. Well, yeah, maybe I, I'm a I'm a skeptic, but maybe I'm more cynical. But it's very just. But it, it's done how you've never been. You know, you've mm. never, you've never, it's never been, and that's the thing. You, you're used to it with Star Wars, and you know, there's that whole thing of like the, the you know having those, you know, those three years before film, you know. After films where like you had that year and a half to like read all the yeah all the novels about it and and then read all the cross section books and the, mm. the like the the guide to the planets and the the thing that points out all the you know the parts of the you know all that yeah. the, all those cool books and stuff and really soak it up like the the, the reason that original Star Wars fans from the 70s and 80s know so much minutiae about the films is they had nothing else to do. They had time to. They had for like 15 yeah. years to do fuck all. Exactly. And then they can buy all these books that are coming out that are just about the cross like cross, cross sections of ships and they can kind of read about it. Mm. Whereas we're going to be inundated, I feel, with a lot of Star Wars. You know, However. Yes. If this film's a fucking banger, I'm sold. I'm give there. us more films. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing. Fuck if they're quality, then fuck it. Well, man. who gives a shit? Let's go balls deep. And on that note, I've been Joel. I've been Jackson. I've been Steele. And where else can we find it? What What are you doing this week, by the way? Considering it is coming out this Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Um, I'm doing a lot of. A lot of radio and <laughs> and a little bit of television, but um, the the main thing is um, it's it's all sold out. But you can experience it with us um, through podcasting. So we are doing a, a midnight screening in association with uh, the 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 Star Walking Fan Club. It's the Australia's longest running. Oh no, it's the world's longest running Star Wars fan club, and we're doing a big screening out at Knox. And then straight after, this is a social experiment that... Um, and, and you know how you're saying how you're, you're mm. coming out of the theatre and, and this is why I wanted to know. This is why I did this. So directly, as soon as we come out of the theatre, which is I think it's about 2.15, um, we are doing a live podcast. It's sold out, uh, 250 fans uh, next door at the Irish pub, directly next door oh, yep. to the theatre. So... That's that's cool. what I mean. It's like it's going to be a raw, like mm, like mm. whatever we've got, and yeah, and yeah. people have travelled from all around Australia. And if anyone listens to the podcast, the Comedy Film Nerds, it's a, a you know really um 
popular movie review podcast with um, uh, comedians uh, Graham Elwood and Chris Mancini. They've um, when I told I, I did a, a Steel Wars with Graham Elwood, and I was telling him about my ideas, you know, my idea to do this podcast, and he was just like, "Yeah, that's great." I'm common. <laughs> and, you know, a year out when yeah. a guy, you know, that you hang out with in LA says they're coming to Australia to watch a Star Wars film with you, you're like, yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. I, sure. I'll, what else? I'll, I'll make up the spare bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But as it happens, he tried to get sponsorship. And he, like, if you know the LA Podcast Fest, mm. he, he's one of the four guys that got that going. And um, the sponsorship didn't work out. So it didn't seem like he was coming. And he mentioned it on his podcast they wouldn't be able to come. And then some dude emailed him and said, oh, yeah, here's five grand to pay for your tickets. Damn. And um, I said to – this is the curious thing. I said to Graham, um, so there's the dude that paid for your tickets. Has he got a ticket to come to the show? Mm. Like to come to the movie because, mm. you know, I'll get him a, a ticket. Yeah. Um, and Graham's like, oh, no, he lives in Ohio. <laughs> He's not coming. He just wants to okay. hear the podcast. Good. How crazy. That's crazy. Which, and, and I, I, the other day at Twigged, I was like, he could have just paid for them to come to his house. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. And do it and then spend the other four and a half yeah. grand on fees for yeah. them or something. Yeah. But so, yeah. So, there. bucks. I'd record like in someone's house. Yeah, sure. What up? <laughs> so, um, we're going to try Periscope it. So, you know, check. Uh, it's the. The Twitter address is at Steel Wars, mm, mm. and I think the Periscope. I'm not. I'm not even sure how Periscope really works, but I've got a social media I expert. See. He's onto it. That's at Steel Wars as well. But either way, if you can, you know, if you want to check it on the way home, if you're in Australia, it'll be, you know, like you, mm. you can watch it. But um, it the live podcast will go up around seven in the morning, and it's going to be just a live yep. us in front of all these people in a bar. It's going to be. Hopefully, just an amazing celebration of a great film. We've got tons of special guests. We've got comedians. Um, we're going to have, um, if you're in Australia, you'd know Paul Dempsey from Something for Kate will be a guest. He plays our theme song. He's a huge Star Wars fan. Um, ben Gillies from Silverchair mm-hmm. is going to be jumping up. He's very keen for the, the film. Uh, very, very keen, in fact. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it's, it's probably going to be the first... Yeah. podcast review of of the um of the movie or one yeah. of them and it'll be up sort of 24 hours before Americans have seen it but um yeah <laughs> and if people just want to listen to the podcast if you like Star Wars I um I I think you should listen because I I'm I'm very proud of I think we're doing good stuff uh right. we've had uh if you know the classic uh iconic film reviewer Leonard Moulton who maybe if you watched the uh, VHS box set of Star Wars in 96, he was a guy that interviewed George Lucas before each of the films. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there's Harrison Ford's going to be on an episode this week. Really? <laughs> um, very cool. Very quickly, very yeah. quickly. But I think what is more endearing is... Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. 
And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The podcast around it. Mm. So you'll get to see someone that's loved Star Wars since that was his first memory um, deal before and after with... <laughs> the stress and anxiety and the sheer exhilaration of of you know doing this thing like i i did you know my goal this year was to you know i knew mm. of the press rampage and i i was often unhappy with how star wars fans you know like perceived like mm. they're not you know i'm a comedian i you know it's, you know it was a like sponsored skateboarder for most of my like it's not like the and and the podcast is sort of about busting that stereotype that talking to people that have like used Star Wars to project themselves into the world, um, you know, like that thing of like that that just that message of Luke Skywalker looking at those twin sons and going, I think I'm meant to be doing something different, mm. you know. Um, I wish I could do it and going to do it. I think that's the message of Star Wars, and I think that's in the new film with Ray sort of watching the starships fly off in the uh, in the preview, I think that's sort of, you know, carrying on that you can um, achieve more if you put yourself sort of out there. So, I, like, I really wanted to um, make sure that I could sort of steer the tide of how it was reported. And also, you know, like with the, like the little clips I've been doing for morning TV and, and radio and stuff, it's like, like not... Just make it a bit more of uh, not pointing and look at those freaks because, yeah. like, you know, to me, like, and, and, and it's fine because I'm glad they're happy doing it. But for a person to, like, <coughs> dress up in a stripy jumper and go watch 18 dudes kick a dead pig around a field, try to get them through some poles, mm-hmm. like, that's weird. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. why are you crying? Because they didn't kick enough pig skin through the <laughs> poles. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. But, 
you know, that's what makes people happy and so it's great. Yes. And, 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 and you know, films and, and comics and stuff is what makes a different group of people happy as well and that's fine. Exactly. As long as you uh, keep it in check, you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so check out Steel Wars. Um, we're going to be doing... We yeah we I, I like I think if you're a Star Wars fan mm. you, you you're really gonna love it so damn right sweet give it a look check it out and I also do another podcast called I Love Gringo Letters quite simply we make fun of the complaint letters to the TV guide and try to get the people that are getting complained about on and it's very popular and it's it quite is. funny and also uh, one of the winners of like best of iTunes 2015 as well as this podcast oh Yay. nice I like Chips it that's a, that's, a, that's a compliment to bring up your own compliment that's damn right a double compliment a little humble brag uh, and a little I'm brag. with some pros I'm with some pros <laughs> awesome well I think it's going to be an amazing night uh, this Wednesday, and I think yeah, we're probably going to be releasing a, a fucking podcast almost every day this, yeah, this week as well. And, and just one more thing about the Wednesday night. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm in talking to all these fans around the world and and going on these amazing like adventures and stuff. It's like meeting people mm. and and sort of like interacting. Like the internet has made it so easy to be a fan from your bedroom. Mm. whether it's buying stuff on ebay or chatting online or tweeting or whatever it you know it used to be about you know going out to collectors fairs and 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 going to conventions Mm. and that's how you meet people when you're in the line to queue up and you're sitting in the cinema beforehand don't be listening to us talking chat to the person next to you ask them about their costume what they're looking forward to and and like they are your target market they're friends that you haven't <laughs> met yet they're very excited so just live live get to the cinema a bit early and and soak it up because yeah. it's going to be a magical uh magical evening and you'll yeah it's ne- it's never going to happen like this again exactly it's going to be an amazing time it might even get you excited jackson no i doubt it but i hope it's good for your sake <laughs> i i won't care but if it's bad then I'm going to have to listen to like all this again and I can't even be bothered. So I hope it's amazing. So you're you're going to be excited. Yep. If 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 Han Solo dies, you'll find that like that you'll find that very Ooh. fulfilling as oh. a film. You'll be crying. Yep. I'll be jumping and screaming if Luke comes in and ignites his lightsaber to save the day. Yep. And you will not be satisfied until the entire galaxy is taken over by those fucking battle priests. Yes, or Nyob Nyob or whatever his name is. <laughs> Just like 24-hour yob-yob. <laughs> oh, wielding five lightsabers. Yes, one in his mouth. If you think this show is worth at least a dollar, why not donate to our Patreon account? Follow the links on our website, sanspantsradio.com. 
But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.